<laughs> we just gotta write some like some geektastic lyrics to this intro now for our next season. Next season we come in rapping. We come in rapping. What up? <laughs> sup, sup, boys. Geektastic Cypher, FranklinArmstrong.com, Franklin Armstrong Collective. Oh. Wait, it, is there a delay on Dockside right now? Again? I'm wondering. I was just playing the intro. You guys didn't hear it? It was, it was fine. No, no. Okay. No, no, it's fair. It's fine. Okay, okay. That's fine. But did you hear us talking just before you intro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were saying oh, okay. that we're going to we're okay, gonna start cool. doing right, a rap. Cool. Yeah, because I, I, I didn't know exactly what Toby's talking about. It's like a little like... <laughs> Did he ignore us or? No, no. I just to anyone who's watching, we're gonna write rap lyrics to the intro. There you go. I mean, I'm, okay, all right, <laughs> I'm cool, caught cool, up. Cool. That's fine. Are you guys? Season. No, what? we're we're not gonna. We're saying you were gonna write the lyrics for us to rap for the next season. Who, Dave? No, you, Doc. I'm I, I, write lyrics. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like I've ever written rap lyrics? Actually, that's not true. I've written rap lyrics. But uh, I'm not... <laughs> oh, okay. When? When was the last time you attempted to rap? Because I feel like a lot of kids, if you listen to hip hop, at some point you thought you could do oh, it. Oh yes, easily. We've all you done know? it. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll play the wants... intro right now and start freestyle. Oh, you know what? Which one I should try? Let's see. Hold on. Let's see if this one's still on there. Oh my god! I remember the first rap I ever tried to write. My, oh yeah, my first it's, rap it's, it's had actually cheer- on, it's actually on YouTube by the way. Oh lord, okay, no, no way. The first rap <laughs> I want to know the link of this. I want to share the thing, but I'll never tell. Yo, actually, I've listened to it recently. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made the beat and everything too back then. It was kind of like on it's the figure out what the name was back then. <laughs> it was actually yeah, exactly. It was actually on like the Wiz Khalifa sort of vibe back then. Remember when he first came out? He was all about like I'm flying high. You know, it was kind of like around that sort of uh, sort of plane. It wasn't too bad, man. I'm not I, tooting my own horn or anything, but I rapped about uh, Cheerios and filthy hoes. <laughs> that's, that's how you knew. That's how you knew. I, you knew you weren't a good rapper when you rhymed Cheerios with filthy hoes. <laughs> You're like, nah, that, not bro. That's not it, man. <laughs> I mean, Cheerios next to my filthy hoes while we're playing yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, it was like, okay, bro. Brian doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Let's just stop this right now. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's boy. great that is good yeah I'll, you know what i'll send it to you guys so you can listen it's pretty funny okay it was kind of like i was on my i was on my hugh hef with those lyrics <laughs> i think i think it starts out like it's seven o'clock in the morning i got shorty i met last night in my bed sleeping on me <laughs> okay you're like full yeah, on coming with it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was good. I thought it was good, but I never, I never. Obviously, I'm not a rapper, so it never went anywhere. I respect that you're uh, proud of it. <laughs> I am. It was fun. I remember, I, I remember. You know, when you do something and you're like, "Wow, I can actually, if I yeah. wanted to," but I just never, it just never became a thing. <laughs> I'm definitely not proud I, enough of my skill set or what I did the first time to even consider, like, either. Even if I found the lyrics, I would not rap them for you guys. Are you playing an intro? Are you playing an intro of mine right now? Yeah, I'm playing Suffocate. I was just, I made the joke that I was like, yo, let's freestyle over this right now, but then you guys kept talking, so I said right. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, that beat sounds familiar. No, no, no freestyle over here. <laughs> you gotta try. You know what, what's funny about that, Dave, is if we or if you somehow actually learn how to really rap really well, oh bro. Yo. It would it would be you it would you'd kill. <laughs> you know what the funny I'm part is? You. You're like, look at this 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 punk comic yeah and then, and then you 
Sure, bro, panties dropping everywhere. Like I think my favorite. Everybody. Do you guys remember the Keen Peel sketch where they did the like the football? Every football member rapped. Yeah. And then at the end, there's that one white kid who like the others are like pretty bad rappers, and then the one white kid comes and just destroys and destroys everyone. And you're like, oh my god! It was pretty wild. It was so funny. That was one of my favorite. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. I, 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 yeah, I remember. I, yeah, it's true. It's like I think Eminem definitely started the whole phenomenon. Like, oh, white kids can do it too. Yeah, um, yeah, because no one respected never, Vanilla Ice. Been... <laughs> hmm? No one respected Vanilla Ice when he did it. To be honest, fuck no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No way, not Vanilla Ice. <laughs> who else? Who else? Asher Roth. I remember when Asher Roth first came on the scene. Yo, man, Asher Roth's actually a good rapper. Like, I've 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 seen him live. I've listened to yeah. his old stuff before he got when before he popped off. And then they signed him to that deal where he didn't even he didn't even want that deal. They did that deal, and then it, they pretty much forced him to be like an Eminem. And he was just like, he even had a song on his first album talking about how he's not Eminem. Like, guys, I get it, and I I respect the whole nod too. And you know, you know, putting me in the class yeah. with Eminem, even that alone is a compliment. But I'm not Eminem. Like, just because I'm white, blonde, blue eyed, please. Stop trying to compare me to only Eminem. Eminem himself wasn't even blonde. I just, he just he just wants to make songs like I Love College and just exactly. call it a day, you know? Yo, dude, he really that was really his vibe. He just wanted to be like yeah. a backpack rapper, but he was a white baseball like he was yeah. a baseball player, like a kid from Philly who almost went pro, and you're just like, Oh, okay. And then you start you yeah, get forced to do this version of hip hop that you didn't even want to do. Yeah, even there's always that stigma, right? Even as a black rapper, like there's always an image expected of you in some way. And you oh, just yeah. like, what if I just want to get like rap about rolling out of bed? <laughs> yeah. And like what that Facts. feels like, you Facts. know, like why do I have to sound or be like anyone? Why can't I just be myself regardless of my color and just be talk about things I like to do? I feel Dude, like if I had known, I would have started rapping about anime, comic books and Marvel oh, yeah. since I was like 15, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the times you are compared to either the person you sound like the most, look like the most, or the the person who popped off the most in your city. Those are the three categories that yeah. I feel like if someone comes along, if you look like, you know, Gorilla Black looked like Biggie and sounded like Biggie. So everyone's just like, oh, Gorilla Black's a new Biggie. Uh, Shine sounded like, yeah, Shine sounded like Biggie, but didn't look like him. But they're just like, oh, Shine is the new Biggie. And like that's the thing. Every time you yeah. rap, like if if you're from New York and you sound like Biggie, you're gonna be the next Biggie. If you're from L.A., because uh, Gorilla Black was from Compton and he looked and sounded like Biggie, mm -hmm. but the dude's from out west. He had a whole different vibe of hip hop yeah. growing up, but they still made videos that made him sound like Biggie. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. I think I think Rick Ross, his first "Everyday I'm Hustling," right, was mm. kind of like. Uh, yeah, it was also kind of promoted in that same manner too. Yeah, it's pretty and, crazy. And that's the other thing. Like, did did you want to be Biggie? Like, I don't know that if I was a rapper. Don't get me wrong, I love Biggie, but did I want to be compared to Biggie? Could I not come out? I don't and... ever want to be compared no. to anyone. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, that's gonna yeah. happen though. No matter what you do, even you as a producer, cool. no matter however how great you are as a producer, if you have any inkling that similarity simil to yeah. someone else's sound yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna no, get i've heard that a lot i've heard that about uh some of my a lot of my sounds i've heard sounds like um what's that guy he used to produce for french montana back in the day harry fraud okay you ever you ever heard any no, harry I, fraud i'm stuff? i'm so bad when it comes to the producers I, that was one of the oh. things i should i definitely should have always paid um, more attention but but it makes it makes a lot of 
sense because his sound I always identified with. It was very, you know how, okay. So my biggest issue with production today mm -hmm. is the fact that of, is how everything sounds so overproduced. Yeah. Like songs are just so clean, too clean. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that like vinyl, rough, in the distance, airy, spacey, moody sound to like tracks. But and that's the kind of emotions I you get from a Harry Fraud kind of beat. But the funny um, thing is or, you, that's because yeah. you're also a kid who grew up in the nineties where it's it it still wasn't that clean. And that right. like that sound sounded good to us. Like I remember mm -hmm. when uh C CDs came out and people were complaining about like, oh yeah, but you don't get the sound of vinyl. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, those pops and clips were not good. Like technically, technically speaking, I know they sound great, but from sure. a, a from a sound perspective, those pops and and sounds are technically not good quality sound. It's not the cleanest sound you're getting. But you know why? So at, at least when it comes to hip hop, mm. I kind of prefer them being a little less clean because there's more emotion in the yeah. track. You want to know one of Kendrick the the song of Kendrick Lamar's that most people like the most today mm. is Money Trees. Okay, and there's a reason why the whole song is not there's not much going on. Yeah, it's a sample. They added some drums. Yeah, they added some some bass, and now the rest of the song is just this untethered. He he yeah. made it. There was so much emotion behind it. The vocal, the the production wasn't super super like clean mm. in terms of sound. Um, it's really hard to explain. It really is a hard thing for me to explain unless I'm like sitting down in a studio with people and being like, listen to this. Yeah. Now yeah listen yeah. to this. Now hear the difference. Right. It's <laughs> it's really hard to explain this. That was funny, though. Like, especially yeah, to, on a, on a, on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's fair. I mean, when I was in school yeah. and I've told this story before, whenever people like whenever I was a, in sound in university, that first day of sound class, our professor had us walk up to every to him. And he said, I'm going to show you the difference between mono and stereo. And he put his fingers in front mm -hmm. of us uh, and snapped both fingers right in front of our face. And then he split his hands and then snapped both fingers uh, on either side of our ear. And he said, that's the difference. Right. And and I, and, 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 and you know, yep. there's, I remember being in the room and thinking like, I'm not stupid. I know the difference between mono and stereo, but, <laughs> but one of the things he taught me and something that like very much the coaching tree approach that I've had ever since I took that class is if I don't say it to someone, I don't know for a fact they know it. And I shouldn't take for granted that they do. Even if it feels like I'm talking exactly. down to someone, I'm just... And I explain that to people sometimes. When I used to work at the radio station, some people would get so offended that in the training session, I would show them the symbol for play, pause, skip, skip back. People would be like, yo, man, I've used a, a DV, I've like, I've used a player before. I know those symbols. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just saying it once. You know it. I know it. And I know for a fact I've said it to you. That way we can never argue that you didn't know because sometimes and I think we can we you guys have probably seen this too old school DVD players and cassette players used to have the rewind symbol but yep. then there was yeah. a version of the rewind with a bar in front of it which was the skip back one skip yeah but now not all of not all devices had it wasn't universal sometimes that skip button was you click this twice or you yeah. did, like it wasn't automatically a simple thing Skipping. yeah so, so some of those things i didn't feel bad explaining to people because i was just like i don't know for a fact that you know this don't, don't exactly and, yeah, and you shouldn't yeah but that's always important because there could also be at times i may not something so simple as that but there could be at times also that when you talk to somebody mm. their interpretation of a word is not the same interpretation of the word to you 
Hmm? Yeah. Yes. For example, like there's there's been times that, for example, when I've seen people talk from like like a finance to like um a sales group or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. there's been like arguments because they're they're, let, they're let's say they're saying oh we're gonna close the fate. They're instead of us saying like okay we're gonna test and run in parallel. They're like okay we're gonna we're gonna set it up running. To us, when you say set it up running, it means there is no parallel. You're not testing something at the same time. You're just, you're going with whatever the solution right. is. Yeah. Because you have that discrepancy because their term was no. When we say, when we said that, we meant that was the deployment of the parallel testing. We're like, yeah, but like, it, needless to say that like once cost me like like three meetings. Oh, just, just because of this? Like, during the meeting, I was like, wait a minute. What is your interpretation of this word? And they said it, I'm like, we are all in this meeting for no reason. I apologize for wasting yeah. this time. Yeah, man. That's like one of those. Sometimes that shit is just so annoying and so simple. It really just comes down to like, are we on the same page? And if you're not, it's just like, oh shit, let's just get on the same page. And and that's the, all it is. And sometimes it's the most annoying part is some people are so scared to look stupid that they don't ask the question, and then yeah, everyone's just wasting time because this person didn't feel comfortable looking stupid. Dude, I will tell you right now, my mom told me when I was a kid, the, the smartest person in the room is the person that knows they don't know anything. And I always took that to heart. Like, if I have a question, I will just ask the question because I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So why am I going to look stupider down the road when we're all sitting there acting like we know what's going on? Exactly. Oh, I've been, uh, I've trained people at my work and my first, my first like, thing that i tell them i'm like some people say that they're stupid questions i think that's a stupid statement mm. you the only time is a, a question is stupid is if you've asked it like so many times and it's blatantly in front of you like if you're looking outside the window it's a gorgeous day and you ask me five times in a row is it a nice day outside then i'm thinking that's a stupid question but like to repeat a question is not even bad because if it's to reinforce your knowledge because you don't understand it's important to ask yeah absolutely yeah 100 yeah. percent there's no such thing as a stupid question unless Ruth told you like 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the one time where it's like, okay. And that's one thing I'll tell, I'll tell people if you're working with me, cause I've had people tell me I'm mansplaining stuff because I I'm explaining it. And again, my, and it was funny cause one of my friends had to defend me to somebody cause it came out and that, uh, Oh, Brian was mansplaining. And, oh, and then my and then just, my just just hearing that yeah and, and no and and then my friend you, was just like I'm, I'm already like uh, yeah so my friend's just like what exactly happened and then the person explained the scenario and then my friend asked me and i was just like yes that's exactly how it happened he's just like oh they felt like you were mansplaining i was just like mansplaining i was like that person had never been in a meeting with me and i didn't know if they knew how the organization was run so i was explaining the problems we had and how we were moving forward yeah. How was that me mansplaining? I don't know if you know this information. And I'm how do I word how do I question your knowledge on a two-year organization structure in one sentence so that we can both Do you know how this organization runs? Yes. Okay, I'll just take for granted that you've, you you who started here a year ago understand the two yeah. years of this organization. But I'm yeah, I was yeah. I was the bad um, guy. It's we're at we're at that point in society where those kind of situations are happening more and more. It's the whole, like what's cultural appropriation. What is mansplaining? Yeah. What is, you know, everyone now feels like something you do just because it might teeter on that is exactly what you're doing yeah, yeah. without really understanding your intention. Our intentions no longer matter. Oh, Not dude. that they really did much before, 
Yeah. Um, but there has to be some level of like humanity. Like, is this guy an asshole? No. Well, chances are he didn't mean like something horrible yeah. by trying to do. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that automatic. It's that automatic assumption that kind of sucked because I was just like, yeah. And also the fact that this person was going around talking to everybody, saying that I was mansplaining. I was just like, but first, exactly. Like we could have a had a conversation. B, mm-hmm. you could have just even asked me. You could, but instead, you just went to everybody else and started saying that Brian was mansplaining, not because you, not because I was, but because you and I had never had a discussion prior to this moment about this thing, and I was this explaining is... what I knew, and I was, yeah, I mean, eh. that's how rumors get started, and then you get caught up, and then you're, and then you hear it like six months later, and you're like, wait, people are saying what? I was wait, happy. Why? I was happy how? that my buddy reached you know? out to me as quickly as he did, though, because my buddy's uh, exactly. He was just like, "Oh, yo, uh, just a, just a heads up of what <laughs> what's going on behind your back." I was like, "Now that's yeah. a good friend." Um, it's 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 such a yeah. It's it's uh, defamation of characters. Yes. <laughs> because I, all because I, I I didn't know what you knew. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I uh, I'm just typing out my few notes here because I forgot to write them all down. Uh, but Toby, do you want to explain what the new segment is on the show? The new segment. Let me grab it up right here too. Okay, so um, what well, we're well, actually, I brought it up to you guys in one of our conversations. Yeah. Since we don't do D, we haven't done DTD in a while. I felt like maybe we should shake it up from the current. Um, damn, did they? Yeah. Uh, we've been doing lately, and I thought about we always talk about this in our conversations. Who would be a good person to play this character or the or this movie and stuff like that? So I figured we might as well have a new segment called. Uh, I said casting call, but I think you renamed it to CT's create, create the cast. Yeah. Is what uh, okay. Dave, not me, Dave. I think he was trying to keep I it with mean, the... I, I thought that's what we call. I didn't know what we called. Oh. <laughs> you're, just trying to, you're just trying to go with our current format. Yeah, exactly. That's why I thought he did it. I was just like, oh, that's smart. I was like, we I'm not DTD, mad at that. We have damn did they, DDT, yeah. and now we have CTC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, create the cast in short is pretty much uh, every whenever we do do the segment, it's about uh, there's this movie that either was supposed to come out or did come out or should have come out or didn't come out or did come out in the past. And we get to pretty much pick our own cast yeah. for that movie. Um, now for today, I'll read what I wrote, what I have here. So in December, 2013, Sony announced two spinoffs of the amazing Spider-Man franchise, the sinister six and venom. And we all know how venom went. Yeah. He actually got venom done, yeah. but the sinister six never happened. Um, now at the end of the amazing, amazing Spider-Man two, there was a little teaser of what yes. that team format would be. And when we saw Rhino at the end fighting Spider-Man. Um, and there's also, so what the team that makes up the Sinister Six is Rhino, Vulture, Doc Ock, Mysterio, and Craven the Hunter. Um, oh, wait, Sandman's not in it? So, yeah, so here's the thing. Oh, sorry, they sorry. were supposed to have They were supposed to have Green Goblin serving as the leader. Yeah. Uh, and then... Um, I think Drew Goddard, the director at the time, was actually going to remove Green Goblin and include Sandman and Doc Ock as the leader. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with that version. Take Green Goblin out and include Sandman and Doc Ock. Okay. So, Vul- so, so Vulture, Vulture, Octopus, Mysterio, Craven, Sandman, and Rhino. And Rhino. Oh, wait. Yeah. Mysterio. And who's the last one? 
So we have Rhino, Vulture, yeah, Doc Ock, yeah, Mysterio, yeah, Craven the Hunter. Oh, Craven, that's who I'm missing. Okay. Sandman and Doc Ock. Oh, I already said Doc Ock. Sorry, yeah, Sandman was the last one. Um, now this was kind of hard for me to figure out because there's so many great performances already in a couple of those roles, and yeah. I really thought hard, really hard about keeping, do I want to replace? I'm keeping uh, one of them. I, I'm keeping. Yeah. I'm keeping two of them actually. I'm keeping, I'm keeping two, two or three. Okay. So I'll t- I'll tell you I'll run down my list and I'll tell you who I'm keeping first. And obviously, I think we might be keeping the same people because of how <laughs> you cannot replace those iconic roles. And eventually, if they do recast Doc Ock, they will replace him. But I'm keeping Alfred Molina. As my oh, Doc are you? Okay, that's one of the ones I replaced. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I I love them in that role, dude. Yeah, it was okay. it was almost perfect. Don't get me wrong. I 100% love him in the role. It's just that because he's not part of the current universe and he's you know aged up a bit not to be an asshole but he's aged up a bit and i i I, I i want but yeah Doc anyways so. age was always ambiguous true true though, true, right? true true yeah sorry so sorry no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna interrupt give your list first go ahead my bad okay all right uh for my vulture i'm actually keeping michael keaton yeah that's fair i liked him a lot yes. I was, it was so unexpected and i'm like oh that's how the vulture should be played yeah just someone who who's a family man uh living in society right just his entryway into the dark side is something of a mystery to those around him and then the way things get revealed it was just perfectly played yeah um oh i guess i oh, am wait. keeping three so wait quick rewind is this set in the mcu still this is set uh oh, that's so that's the only is, thing i'm asking so reverse the mcu i guess it is now, it's a right? crossover so far so I want to keep the crossover feel, but okay, not cool. necessarily so in should, the MCU. Okay, so I shouldn't use actors I know. Oh, we just lost lost Dave, unfortunately. Uh, hopefully, he'll jump okay, back man. in. Um, but we, I shouldn't uh, use actors I know are in other MCU properties. Then see, that's the thing. That's okay. Oh, is it okay? Because in our world, they could be someone else. Okay. Okay. Unless you really feel they're iconic, like I didn't touch the MCU at all because I like them all in their roles. The one of the people that I want to put for a role, I haven't seen him in that role yet because the movie got pushed back. Well, there you go. So then so, you can still put him in this role. Yeah. So I okay, I have my list then. And then okay. I'll, I'll so so yeah. So Vulture, Michael Keaton, Doc Ock, Alfred Molina, and Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm sorry, I yeah. cannot. I love this interpretation too much. The only other person I would have put is Hugh Dancy, oh. because I think he would have done a good job in the role. Hugh Dancy was Will Graham. Uh, in Hannibal. Ah, um, ooh. I, I, you want to put really him as good who? Actor. Huh? You want to put him as which character? Mysterio. Oh. I think he would have done a great job as Mysterio. Very good casting, sir. That right? is good. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. That is really good I like, casting. I like, I like him a lot. I think he could have played that like sociopathic sort yeah. of role that Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Okay, I see um, that. I see that. Uh, Sandman was a bit of a hard one for me, but I ended up going with either Ben Foster okay. or Gerard Butler, depending on what kind of Sandman you want to play in this movie. Yeah. Um, you can have the on the run criminal. I think Ben Foster plays that pretty well, or yeah. you can have the tough guy who's been in jail criminal and yeah. Gerard Butler plays that pretty well as well. Yeah. Uh, ben Foster's would have been more losing his mind, kind of how Spider-Man 3 Sandman kind of was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not, oh, what's going on? And I'm not sure what's happening, but I'm now, I'm, what's up, what's up Dave? Can you hear us? But, yeah, no, I just, I, I wanted to make sure that you guys could hear me. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're yeah, good, man. you're good, you're good. Yeah, sorry, because I, like, I was having technical difficulties. No worries, sorry. sorry. Okay, so, so far, Vulture, Michael Keaton, Doc Ock, yeah, Alfred okay. Molina, Mysterio, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, or Hugh Dancy. 
uh, Sandman, Ben Foster, or Gerard Butler. Uh, now, oh. Rhino. Yeah, I think Leo could do Rhino. Wait, wait, Ooh, let him Alfred finish his Millie. list. Let let not, finish. Sorry, not Rhino, not Rhino. I, I missed one. I'll, I'll, don't worry, you'll do yours right after. Yeah. So for Rhino, I went with someone who's already sort of in the MCU, but not because it's on Netflix. I'm going, sorry, yeah, either Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, interesting. Or, or Vince Vaughn. Oh. Now, if you've seen the movie Brawl in Cell Block 99, okay, that's the Vince Vaughn I want for this role. Go take a look at it. He did pretty much. They, honestly, Vince Vaughn looks exactly like Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin in this role that I'm talking about. Brawl in Cell Block 99 is a really good movie, by the way, that came out in TIFF a couple years ago. Yeah. Everyone listening right now should go watch that. Put it on your list for quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and for Craven the Hunter, I had a hard time sticking to one guy. So I hope I'm not crossing the line on anyone you guys already picked. Uh, I'm going to go with Kyle Drogo himself, Jason Momoa. Yeah, I had Savage that. Craven. Same, same. So, yeah, that's, uh, I feel like that's or, a really good one. Yeah, but like I felt like that was an easy one, too. So I yeah. went with either Viggo Mortensen. Oh, uh, interesting. Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, double interesting. Or Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, shit. Now, Jeffrey Dean has played Negan, the comedian. I see Craven in both. I see Jeffrey Dean, though, playing like the what? Because he plays very like city slicker style villains. I don't see him playing a a jungle kind. But I, I that's def- why he's last on my list. OK, I, I yeah, can see yeah. him doing it. But in terms of like casting order, if I had to like reach out to people, this is my order. Oh, interesting. OK, <laughs> yeah. OK. Um, yeah. So and, and obviously Viggo Mortensen, History of Violence, Eastern Promises. He's capable. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen, Hannibal, Polar, uh, even the character he played in Doctor Strange. Yeah. He's capable. Um, and then just as a star on the side, I actually still left because uh, we want to have some side characters. So I left Dunno Glover's Prowler in and oh, Bokeem okay. Woodbine's Shocker in as like supporting roles. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you might have an end credit role. scene with Green Goblin showing up and it would be Christoph Waltz. Oh, you wait, you have really? Christ- wait, wait, you have Christoph Waltz as who? Green Goblin. Oh shit. I have Christoph <laughs> Waltz as Doc Ock. Okay, so then you go next. Okay. So I have Michael Keaton Vulture. I have I I okay. wanted to keep Paul Giamatti as Rhino because I like I liked what he did with it. It, it was, was a, interesting. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> it's a little over the top, but I actually really found it interesting the the approach he was taking with it. I was just like, you know yeah. what, this isn't too bad. Um then I had, um, did I say? Uh, so I had Michael Keaton as Vulture, Christopher Waltz as Doc Ock, Paul Giamatti as Rhino, um, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, Jason Momoa as Craven, and then I was tied between Matt Dillon as Sandman. Oh, Matt and like, Dillon, that's from that's out of left field. Matt Dillon playing a gaunt Sandman too, not like the buff Sandman we're used to, but like a kind of gaunt mm. Sandman where he like is barely able to keep it together and pieces of his face fall off sometimes. Like we're talking like yeah. Matt Dillon losing weight to play this role, but like, but also, you know, at times when he wants to bulk up, like, like pulling it in and like building out and filling out. No, then, I see it. Yeah. 100% see it. And then David oh. Arbor. David Arbor was the other person that I was thinking of for Sandman. Um, but he's playing. But he's in too many things. Lately. Yeah, exactly. And he's, <laughs> but he's also playing like the bulk Sandman from the get go. Like he kind of. Yes. Like he's, it's, and that's why I like Matt Dillon a little bit better for the Sandman I have in mind because I'm picturing like a really desperate Sandman who's like 
whatever it is that happened to him, the sand is not as consistent as it used to be. He's having trouble. He's always trying to work at keeping it together. That's um, how I saw Ben Foster, and that's also yeah, why I picked okay. Gerard as the other yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so it makes that's funny that in, you saw the same thing. Too. Yeah, in my scenario, Christopher Waltz, Doc Ock has made a deal with him that he's going to help him oh, as long as he such does. Such a good Doc Ock. Yeah, dude. man, Christopher Waltz is Doc Ock with like the wow. accent and the kind of like. Yeah, I think he'd be dope. And and that's the thing, Michael Keaton did such a good yeah. job as Vulture. There's no reason to replace him. Like he he's, yeah. he he did a really good job. Um, Paul Giamatti's uh, Rhino. I thought about keeping him, yeah. but I, I felt he was tad too goofy for the dark exactly. universe I want. Yeah, so if, yeah. if if I'm doing this darker version where Matt Dillon's relying on Walt's Doc Ock and Michael Keaton has done a good enough job as Vulture to, that you can see the dark side, then for yeah. my Rhino, I'm thinking of just a muscle head. So, um, Dude, that's why watch Vince Vaughn and Cell Block yeah? 99. Okay. Yeah, but I was dude. thinking younger. Like I was thinking like Alan uh, Hawk from um, what you would call it. Oh. But like... Like, I don't That's want him. Bad. I want an actor that looks like him. Like, you know when they have the casting sheet mm. and it says, a, 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 like, uh, like, oh, what was it that they wanted for for Drew, uh, Jessica Drew for Spider-Girl? They were saying, like, we want... Oh, no, She-Hulk. Remember the joke was they were saying we want an Allison Brie type, but they didn't right. call Allison you, Brie. You want an Alan Richardson type. Yeah, I want an Alan Richardson type, but I don't want you, Alan. Like, I don't want you to... <laughs> Like I'm like uh, on the sheet it says Alan need not apply. <laughs> that is that is great. Yeah. That is great. I think that would I be like fun. that. I like the casting a lot. Um man, Christoph Waltz. Because I liked Alfred Molina, I didn't even think about putting Chris because I know he can play Green yeah. Goblin. I've seen yeah. I've seen that maniacal side to him. Yeah. But wow, wow. They really need to cast him as Doc. That's like I think you'd out do of dope. everything you listed, I'm like, I wanna yeah. see that. Yeah, I yeah, think that's pretty dope. I think you'd yeah. do a good job. Because Craven, Craven could be easily see. Here's why Kyle yeah. Drogo. Yeah. Um, for me, I didn't feel like although he's my top choice, I'm okay with losing him. Yeah. Because it's an easy. Yes. It's an easy casting. Yeah. Yeah. I want someone who's going to bring another side to Craven, and that's where Mads and Vigo come in. That's true. That's true. Right? I know um, they had done some uh, Craven the Hunter casting. Hunter theory. I'm gonna look it up. But... Um. Yeah. But Dave, um, you want to go? Yeah, I'm sure anyone we've mentioned now has come up because these sound so super logical. Yeah, <laughs> we've watched way too. We've watched way too. Oh, many dude, these. this is wild. The list that they have on uh, CBR has a list, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's on that list. He's number three. As who? Uh, for Craven. The, the 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 top ten. Craven. Yeah, for well, it, it's just a list that they made. But the top ten. Not Jason Momoa on their list. Uh, Jason Momoa, I think, is probably number one. Yeah, oh, okay. I think he. Yeah, because the thing is, you got to think about like someone who yeah doesn't care and Ooh. Negan in my head, and just I just saw his face, dude. You know who they put for number What's two? That? Mustafa Shakir, Ooh. the homie who played the bad guy in season two of Luke Cage, <sighs> the great eye um, Jamaican dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, because Craven, fuck, what are we, what are we casting all these white people in Craven for? Facts. It could literally yeah. be. <laughs> Yo, that's true. It you know what it is? Be. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is though. It's because we see it, we see it from like we watch the cartoon like and the he's Spider Man been... comics. Yeah. yeah, the cartoon. So sometimes it's hard to think outside that box of it, but it's true, man. Mustafa, like that is great. I didn't think black for that character at all. Yeah, though that's no. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mustafa would be pretty dope. Anyway, sorry, Dave. It's supposed to be your okay, turn, man. Dave, Dave, you didn't go yet. You yeah. can change so, your answer. Uh, for yeah, no, no, it's okay. Uh, it's funny because some of the names were picked 
Did you did you have any sidecast or anything like that before Dave goes? Oh uh, no, 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 I was I was gonna keep the rest. uh, Like you said, Prowler is pretty good. It'd be good, cool to see him come back. Um, uh, Morbius maybe at the end uh, pops up. Jared Leto. Um, and then I think that was it. I didn't really have. Oh, and Hardy shows up as Venom. Oh, you know, you know who else? I just remember was such a brief appearance, but when Vulture went to prison, Scorpion was in it. Oh yeah, true. Canadian actor too. Yeah. Some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you keep that too. But anyway, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Dave. No, for me, um, for Vulture it was either going to be Keaton or I was actually going to choose Mad Nicholson for Vulture. Actually, that's yeah. I thought that he would, he would easily pull that off. Um, me, uh, you guys said the same things for me for for Octopus. Either you keep Alfred or uh, Walt. Like I was thinking that. Like I was like, ah, it's funny how great minds think alike. Um, for me, for Mysterio, I would have replaced uh, Gyllenhaal, although. <laughs> He did great job. If I got him, he's still great. But I don't know. I, I think Evan, Chris Evans could pull that off. I don't know why. I feel like Mysterio. Yeah, but Evans doing like a real Mysterio, Mysterio like, like more like the, the actor, like the stunt guy who did everything and then ended up being Mysterio, like not the same Mysterio that Man, we got. Because Mysterio, the original Mysterio, is <laughs> like that guy who did the the special effects and everything. He was in the movies and then turned bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that. I think Chris Evans could have done something good with that. Okay. Um, for Sandman, I was actually thinking Thomas Jane would be able to do a good Sandman. Wasn't he Sandman? He was. He was. Was he? No, I know. Guy? I know he was Punisher. But he was Punisher. Yeah. He reminds me of the guy who played Sandman. For oh Sandman, no, the dude who played the dude who played Sandman is. I'll look up his name, but I know that actor. He's like he was like he had a whole okay. bunch of TV shows back in the day. He had one with Deborah Messing. Yeah. I'll look it up though. Okay. Yeah. We keep going. Um, Thomas Jane, eh? I was going to choose uh, actually uh, Jeff Dean Morgan for Rhino. I think he'd be able to have done a Rhino. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, and made it layered. Um, Craven, initially I was thinking more Leo, but then when you guys mentioned all your choices, I was like, yeah, those are much better choices. Wait, so, Leo? Well, that's why just Leo? Went, Leo who? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, the, the, the only Leo. I envisioned the, what's that, what was that recent movie that he did and he was all in the wild and shit? Revenant? I can't remember the name. The Revenant? Is that? The Revenant. Yeah, the one where he's no. in the yeah. and well, fights a in... bear. I, yeah, I didn't see the movie, but I saw snips of it and whatnot. For some odd reason, like, it's... I think it's his jawline and stuff and how he has his beard. It really reminds me of, like, the classic Raven pictures that I saw. But, like, okay. you guys make the more logical, like... What would it be today? Kind of like how they they adjusted like things for like the Justice League. And what's stuff what's like crazy today? about about the casting from each one of our thing is that like for for me, I was looking more for less for physical, except for Cal Drogo, obviously, mm. and more for like what they can bring to the role to add another layer layer over that character, yeah, or underneath the, that character. With Leo, I don't necessarily see it. But because he's such a good actor, I can't discount it. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what well, I mean? That's the thing. I can't say he's incapable of, of, of embodying Craven. Yeah. I think he... But the physicality, that's my concern. Yeah, that's true. Like, you need Cra- a guy... Craven needs to be brooding and imposing. Yeah, and you... For me, I feel like you need a guy who can do the whole, like, crouched in a tree like Black Panther, 
but a white yeah. dude. Even though, like we said, we could cast a black dude now that we think about it. So it's like, why? <laughs> why would I guess with a name like Craven is the only reason that you might think white yeah. dude. But I mean, but like, uh, yeah, it could work either way. To be honest, mind um, you, you know what? I'm okay with keeping Craven as a white dude because I don't want to make the only black villain on the team the the jungle boy who runs around <laughs> hunting with this. All these other guys have weapons, and this That's guy amazing. has a spear. It's like, nah, homie, I'm good. Give me a gun. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, and I would have Thomas Hayden Church the, is the name um, of the. Michael B. Jordan as either Prowler or, or Shocker. One of those. Oh, you want to replace? Okay. He wants to bring back uh, what's his name? The Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good. Yeah, that was, Who was your man. Rhino again. My Rhino was going to be Jeff Dean Morgan. He's okay. versatile, and I feel I like I felt more like. Rhino is always like kind of like like one of those street level little, little brutish people, and like between the losers and Negan, he has that instinctively there. Like he gets his way because of his presence, you know. Okay, so based on who we said, I said Vince Vaughn or Vincent D'Onofrio. You said, I keep forgetting his name every time. Jeffrey Morgan. Jeffrey oh. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> you said maybe Paul Giamatti. And yeah, who? Paul Giamatti is the one I want. I would keep, but if I really, really want to ca- recast, I want an Alan Richman looking guy. Uh, I don't Richman type. Richman, okay. Yeah, I, so I type. Out but... of the three of our choices, who, which one do you think is more feasible? For the, well, I of, mean, my guy's the cheapest because he's gonna be a no name. <laughs> <laughs> my guy's gonna be a no name. He's not gonna cost anybody <laughs> anything. <laughs> my okay, guy's gonna be fine. my guy's a waiter so we'll, right now, and he's looking for his first role, homie. I'm good. We'll give it to your guy because Disney would love to give him a hundred grand. Yeah, exactly. Or Sony would give him a hundred grand for the first movie, like they did with Spider Man. Yeah. Um. Okay. Vulture, Michael Keaton. That's fine. Yeah. Doc Ock. Honestly, I'm giving it to Christoph Waltz. That's that's yeah. that yeah, supersedes I, my Alfred Molina. I really I think, think he that, could do a good um, job with it. Um, Mysterio between Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Dancy, very oh. flippable. But I really like Jake. It's yeah, like I mean, Jake did a really way more good than job I expected. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, we, I really wish he was a good guy at the end. When we watched the movie, <laughs> didn't we all say that was probably one of the best tr- like translations of a character to screen? Yeah. Like that adaptation. If you're gonna do him differently, right. you did him. You gotta do him, and this was done to perfection. Yes. I had zero zero qualms with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so for our Craven, we have Kyle Drogo, who seems to be. We have two of us who have him, but then yeah. there's Vigo, Mads, mm-hmm. and Jay. Yeah, but, but I would say I'd say Drago probably would take it easily. J- Kyle Momoa, Drago, Jason Momoa. I had Drago. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so Jason Momoa wins that. Uh, Sandman, Ben Foster, Gerard Butler. Or... Matt Dillon, baby, I'm telling you, give me, give me a gaunt Matt Dillon who's I like it, who's constantly fighting to keep his form. I'm giving you a good role. I'm telling you, he can do it. I like I'm it. I like it. So I think Thomas Jane would do a good job of it. Thomas really? Jane, but he, really like good. Thomas Jane who played Punisher, right? That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, I like that guy, but I don't see him as like. Oh, but that's the thing. Paint the picture for me of the type of Sandman you want, because like for me, I'm painting the picture of, of, of. Hey, what's up, Skinny? Uh, I'm painting the picture of the the Dylan Matt the Dylan type, Sandman. Yeah. Like I'm explaining, he's a gaunt guy. He's lost weight. He can't control the sand. He's constantly fighting to keep himself together. He's in the streets. He finds Doc Oz, Christopher Waltz. Waltz works out a deal with him. I'm gonna send you on missions and I'll fix you up. But this is the. 
temporary solution is this drug. I will find a permanent one if you keep working for me. But in your and the case, last vision or the last image I've had of Thomas Jane was from the Predator movie. And oh yeah, do you guys remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how forgettable it was. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but his role I mean, just needed on the Predator movie. That's fine. <laughs> his, role, his role in the Predator movie was like this, like crazy guy. You guys, you remember that? Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. this crazy who kind of oh, spoke, talked to himself. Was, oh, yeah, I didn't even see that movie. Yeah, he was also gaunt in that though. Like he was. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. Possible. If you if you're gonna still do my version, Thomas Jane maybe could do it. And I, yeah, yeah. you're right. The guy who keeps because was it was it that he was kind of crazy? Why was he crazy though? I think he like has PTSD. Yeah, something. Okay. Some some kind of war hero dude, yeah. a veteran, I should say. Uh, I guess we're we're kind of moving away from the super size Sandman. So forget the Gerard Butler and whoever else we cast in that role. Yeah. Okay. I think that pretty much does it. That's everyone. Yeah. yeah pretty that's much. Everyone. Sorry, Skinny. I mean, <laughs> I, actually, you said you were gonna sit out, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. I, I I've been dealing with other things. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, that was a basement and creepy other things. So don't worry. Oh about no. It. Okay. <laughs> That was a fun segment, man. I gotta say, cr create the cast. I, I we definitely gotta revisit this because that was, yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. That was a great conversation. Uh, um, yeah, I think we, I think c combined, we we have a pretty solid casting idea. Yeah, yeah. For, we can give this to the casting director. And yeah, we could. Magic. I think we could. <laughs> Go to work. Yeah. <laughs> also, like it, it's like we've cast this for you with this in mind. Uh, so get someone to write this movie and cast these people, and then you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You get uh, people would see that movie for sure. Oh, dude, Christoph I would see. Walt as Doc Ock still Yo, has me shook. Bro. I'm telling you, in a second, <laughs> has me shook. That's so good. I'm telling That's you. So good. Yes, that was a really key one. Oh wait, yeah. I think also Thomas Jane is in um, uh, the Expanse. That's where I've watched yes. him last. He's also hung. Like I, I have, yeah. uh, I have my a hard time letting go of certain yeah, roles yeah, yeah. with certain actors sometimes. Like his Punisher was yeah. trash. <laughs> Yeah, but I like the Punisher from Warzone better. But the story oh, was trash in Warzone. I like that, on, that version of Punisher. The, that version. version. He's not saying the movie though. You're saying you like yeah, the not the yeah, movie. Yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. is trash. I know trash. what you mean. <laughs> I see what you mean. But the first Punisher, the movie was the story was better. But I didn't really like the actor. Now I like the actor and how he portrayed Punisher in Warzone. Obviously, yeah. we're not ex including Netflix Punisher because he's a yeah. That's th that's like <laughs> that's like when you go to the dollar store and you can get Twix or you can get the, the fake one. Like Barenthal, Netflix Punisher is the like true blue Twix like classic full bar, and then 100%. all the other ones are the dollar store brand that we're like, I don't, I wouldn't feed this to my dog. <laughs> paid the least considering he was doing a TV show. Exactly, uh, dude. What he the set the bagger. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he set the bar so high for what Punisher could be in the future that I don't yeah. see how Marvel. If they recast, sure, but like, who are you gonna get to you do? Can't. A, you, you can't. Know, recast they won't. They won't. It's like recasting Daredevil. Yeah, they won't. You shouldn't yeah. do that either. That's why they gotta <laughs> hire them back. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna continue making these things. Can come back home. Like, I'm okay with Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, all those other ones being recast. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, no, I, I, no, I, hey, I, I, like, I, I love Luke. Luke. Cage. Luke Cage I, love Luke. I, I know, I know you do. I see the poster behind you, Doc. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to. I, point I, I just, <laughs> I just, I just think, 
Sorry, just think you... I would have preferred more like fight training from Luke Cage. But Luke Cage as a character doesn't fight. He's just muscle and he's impenetrable. Dude, why? Think of it this way. I'll say only to you this way. If I can't be hurt by essentially anything, why am I training? You can't break my skin. It doesn't hurt when you punch me. It doesn't hurt when you shoot me. I just walk up to you. I take the gun. I bend the gun. I punch you in the face. I'm How done. does he stay in shape? He works I out. Agree. I agree. No, he doesn't. I agree Wait, with well, you. At what point did you see him work out once? Body uh, doesn't naturally. I agree. No, I, I I do agree with that though. I I do agree with the whole same thing with Superman. People are just like, if Superman's DNA is such that the sun gives him the energy and he doesn't actually have to do anything, and he essentially never breaks a sweat, how is Superman as fit as he is? He should technically be a blob who just doesn't feel. Or, or he should just be a skinny gaunt guy who's super powerful. Yeah, and that's that's it, why yeah. I'm that's why I was okay with Christopher whatever his name's portrayal. Or Brandon Routh. Yeah. He doesn't need to be super ultra jacked. There's no reason for Superman to be jacked. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Routh look kind of suck. Which one, sorry? Oh, uh, bro. Which okay. one, sorry? I don't that know. About that. He said Brandon Routh sucked at Superman. Superman Come Returns on. 2006? Movie was a shit show. I liked it, man. I liked, I liked it. it. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like I still about own it. The only thing I liked about that was I don't like it anymore because he's. But you know what, Dave? Like Kevin Spacey, I like uh, his Lexus. Dave, I'm Dude, not even... Watch Gotham. You can't say <laughs> <laughs> you watch Gotham. Willingly. You can't. watch Gotham. You can't say... That's cold. <laughs> Look at Dave's voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. No, you know what, though, Dave? I'm not going to... You're not wrong. You're, you're in the majority. I know a lot of people who did not like that movie. I have friends who've walked out of the theater during that movie. They were just like, this is so stupid. This is not the Superman that I, I grew up loving. And I was just like, wow. in that movie. Say what? No. He didn't punch anybody in that movie. Oh, really? Eh? Oh, shit. There was no bad not guy one. in that movie... What the best part Not of it was part. Kumar. Oh yeah, he was pretty funny. Uh, well, what's his name? Cal Penn. I gotta rewatch this. Cal Penn's funny, but uh, but we, there are bad guys. Lex Luthor's in it. What do you mean? There's no bad guys in the movie. There's no sorry. There's no physical bad guy. Which oh, got you. I yeah, mean, you, you went through like five movies. The only physical bad guy he had were was Zod from the original. Yeah. Um, which was like, eh, because it was the original, and then there was. That clone version of himself that had the voice of fucking Lex Luthor for some dumb reason. Um, because it's not a dumb reason. It's that the actor was so bad that... Um, who's the original Lex Luthor? I'm losing his Gene name. Gene Hackman? Yeah, he dubbed over the guy's voice. Because <laughs> the guy was such a bad act. Dude, number th I think that's in number three. It is immensely bad. Okay. What does that say? Sorry, sorry. I thought Scheme was saying something. Um, yeah, I mean, because what Superman Returns is supposed to take place between the second and third, right? That's the joke. It's like yeah. it's not actually. Yeah. A, it's like the it's like one, two, Superman Returns, and then three. Yeah. Mm. Which is. Yeah, but I, but I also didn't. The, the reason why I really didn't like that movie is that it shouldn't have been a Returns. It should have just been. Superman, but you don't have to tell the origin story because everyone knows Superman. But it's again, it was because they're trying to keep it in line with that original trilogy. Or that's why it looked. That's why it looks so similar. Yeah, yeah. The whole idea to, to, was to, honestly to its detriment. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's why some people didn't. Like, 
Some people didn't like Sorry, uh, Homeboy Spacey's uh, depiction because they felt like yeah. he was doing his impression of Hackman doing Lex Luthor, and people exactly. didn't like that. Which, but I, I mean, if that's the role he was cast in, it's just like, hey, you're supposed to be this exact person. Well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm not going to act I, differently. It wouldn't make sense. But, but without that, without that, they wouldn't have known to go in a different direction with the Dark Knight. <laughs> true, <laughs> and the bet and the Batman. Yeah. He stuck to like he was still about property. It wasn't like a different. It's like how Star Wars Awakens, uh, Force Awakens, still had the the, the, like the Death Star. Killer? You were still just doing things for money for um, land. It was stupid. But then That's they did. But then when they strayed and they did something else in the last jet. Oh, actually, not the last Jedi. What was the last one that came out? Uh, oh shit! What's the name of the last one? Not, no, last Jedi. The last Jedi no, was the second Walker, one. Um, Force Awakens was the first one. Rise of the Skywalker. There you go. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, was Damn. it last Jedi? It's bad that, that, that we did, forgot no, that last already. Last Jedi did something different. Last Jedi threw everything out the window. Right. Yes. And I and feel then people like got when mad. that happened, a lot of people didn't like that <laughs> Yeah, as well. exactly. Everyone got mad. And then they were just like, bring. Yeah. Then the director had to leave. And they're like, okay, we're going to bring in a new guy. And then, oh, no. Because mm -hmm. it, it's JJ, then home. I don't remember who did the second one. And then he wasn't I even. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then the third one was supposed to be the dude who did Fantastic Four or something. Trent something. Josh Trank. Yeah. Trank. Yeah, that's it. Josh Trank. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, that man, yeah. that whole thing's a mess. Every time Disney gets people, in, say, you know, Ron Howard had to take over and fix up a solo and so many weird decisions made over Star Wars. But the movies are still making tons of money and they were somewhat interesting. So I guess they figured the shit Absolutely. out. But yeah, somewhat uh, view the right thing. Right. That's because they rushed it too much, though. Yeah, they did it too fast. Uh, we're going to interview yeah. the right thing segment. Uh, I know Dave wants to uh, possibly put in earplugs and mute because <laughs> he did not get to see the movie that Toby wants to talk about. <laughs> I, I won't spoil too much. I just wanted to kind of touch on the Man. fact that this is probably the best movie Netflix. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but this is the best overall action store. Everything movie Netflix has put out in a very long time. You're talking about Expanse or whatever? No, Extraction. No, extraction. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Watch it later. Go on. <laughs> from beginning to end it gripped you oh, it was shit. like it didn't let go the action the acting though they didn't you didn't really need much acting from uh chris hemsworth yeah but he played that tortured veteran war veteran who's lost something you can tell because he keeps having flashbacks to a child so you can tell there's some kind of like ptsd there or like did he cause the loss of his child or you know uh did something happen that caused him and his wife to divorce that is tortured over and you get to kind of slowly learn about that i'm not going to tell you what it was because it's fine because dave is listening and dave doesn't want me to say anymore um but the Ooh. action the camera <laughs> angles you can tell the russo brothers directed this well they didn't direct it tell, though they wrote it and uh, they produced they, it. they wrote it yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can tell but you can tell they had their hand in using yes. their own people yeah to tell the story yeah because the stunt act the Yo, stunt dude. camera work in this my God. was impeccable it there, was like you were there yo there's oh, one yeah. there's one fight where he and, kicks homeboy and homeboy hits like there's a hole in the wall and homeboy hits the brick on the top, knocks back, falls and hits his back on the the exposed brick on the bottom. And I was like, good God. 
it was a brutal now Yo, mind you so good everyone here who's like important to the story is somewhat teflon for a little while yeah they're yeah. like they get hurt very seriously <laughs> yeah, and they survive yeah, longer yeah. than a normal person should yeah man but like... it's okay because it works with the story and the hero <laughs> is not the only one who has so there's another so it, it starts with chris chris hemsworth character he gets a contract. Yeah. Uh, you get to meet this kid at the beginning who gets kidnapped. He's the son of a drug lord. Uh, the drug lord's in jail. The drug lord tells his right-hand guy, like, hey, get my son back. Otherwise, I kill your family. So his right-hand guy is trying to get his son back for him. Yeah. And to do that, he needs someone who can go into enemy territory, extract the kid, and come out alive. Yeah. Right? Because it's like this, this other drug lord on the other side is practically Pablo Escobar. Like, he runs a whole yeah. state. Yeah, I see the military, the police, everything, everything, man. And and like yeah. it, the, I think my favorite was when the colonel comes up to him and he's just like, uh, "This happened." He's just like, "Okay, lock down the whole city." He's just like, uh, "We can't." He's just like, "Well, you better figure out how to do it." And that's it. That's all you have to say. <laughs> You're like, he doesn't, oh, snap. He, he doesn't even. Th oh no, he does threaten him. He's just like, "You better figure out how to do it, or you you will lose more than just fingers." Yeah, exactly. And I was like, and like that's okay. the way he punishes people who fuck up is that he takes he literally cuts a finger. Every time you fuck up, I want a finger. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, dude. And he doesn't he doesn't cut it. He makes you Yo, cut your own finger. He makes, <laughs> and, and and to to also emphasize what's at stake and how evil this guy is. Oh my god. There's a scene where Yo, so uh, I know what you're about kid, to say. A kid stole from him, like you know, he has kids working for him for him, yeah. obviously. And some money goes missing, and he has a bunch of kids round up on a rooftop, and they're being questioned. And I this guess by the time up. we come into it, the guy questioning the kids has had enough, grabs one of them, and just throws goes throws a kid over the roof. Skinny, like just throws was... the kid. Not even like, not even like a. I'm going to. Not even like no. the threat. Oh, yeah. it's, it's like it's on... exactly like. A... Yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of okay. It's like Top Boy season one. You know where he just tosses the kid off the balcony? Yes. Yeah. That's the kind of, yeah, all right. Like, no room, no, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's like, it's like one. you're coming in, you're like, you have to accept that this is the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's yeah, no, yeah. there's no yeah. pandering to the audience yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> deal, <laughs> deal with it. You're going to it see. Is Yo, I got, impeccable. can I, can I spoil one scene, Toby? Of course. Uh, well, oh. <laughs> there's one scene where. <laughs> 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 there's one scene where hemsworth is fighting like a group of the street kids and uses yeah. oh. one uses one of the street kids to hit another <laughs> yeah so these kids so he's on the run with he fight he went in to rescue the the drugler's son right from whoever was holding him yeah. and he goes through he's like running through the street so now this this oh, whole man. town this whole state yeah. is after him and this kid he has he's constantly on the run there's no moment to stop yeah not only is he running from grown adults he's running from Children. kids that work for this drug yeah, yeah. so he has to fight kids at one point and it's the funniest Dude, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm you. like oh my god he's actually beating up kids <laughs> I, i'm so happy that they it, that's why it was so good yeah because it was realistic yeah man like, what is he gonna do just not fight them when, they have guns when they you have, have weapons when you have to thump a child in the chest and knock him down <laughs> oh i was like god. dude i was laughing so hard at that scene i was just like yeah they oh fought this god. whole movie out so well and i feel like it was a nice mix of like Bollywood actors, maybe, and, yeah, 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 for sure. and Hollywood, and a little bit. It was just very well, well, well done. Um, 
The story just was a little. To... Yeah. Yeah. Was, go ahead. I was gonna say the story's a little like generic, but yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. But that's why I was surprised that it was so good because yeah, with the fact that the story is generic, they put their emphasis on sort of the action and really making you feel the stakes yeah. and that's what that's where this movie worked is like i felt so much was at stake you felt like right away you're like oh he's not gonna make it or is he yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. like is the kid gonna make? i you know like the whole movie you're you're quite constantly questioning because of how how much injury happens <laughs> to, to him as a character Have and you... then the right hand man mm. so the ooh, is that a plot twist i should give away Oh, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you're gonna say what I'm thinking, don't get up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe mute, I don't want maybe to mute Dave. Maybe uh, maybe walk away, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say the right hand man ain't nothing to mess with. Yo, awesome. homeboys. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? At one point, people I started seeing post or before I watched this movie, people were saying like, "Yo, Tyler Rake versus John Wick. Who's gonna win?" And then I watched the movie, and I was just like, "Wick." I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why you guys are even asking the question. But then I saw Saju, and I was just oh, like, yeah. oh, maybe John Wick could have some trouble with Saju though, because Saju, Saju takes Relentless. some punishment and keeps going. Like, dude Saju, got hit by a truck. A truck. <laughs> Still got and up. Get up and, and and got up. I was like, yo. <laughs> I I, oh, I turned to, I turned to my partner when he did it, and I was just like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "You're telling me this man got hit by a truck into a st- in the into the back of a oh, bro. like another tr- you know the the dump trucks with the metal like yeah. he got knocked into what looked like a metal truck and still gets up and I was like, nah, yeah. man, this is this but it, it, it's it's kind of to emphasize the sheer will and what you're willing to go through to to like this kid." He was innocent in all of this. Yeah. Like, you kind of feel bad for him throughout the whole process. But what I liked also is that he wasn't a dumb kid. Yes. You know how many times in movies where someone's rescuing a kid and they're telling them, go or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. do this. And the kid's like, what? I don't know. You know what? But this kid was like, he listened. He was like, go there. Follow me. Stay low. And the kid was actually following direction. He had his moments yeah. of being a kid. But it wasn't like that over exaggerated feeling of like, and you're sitting there as a viewer frustrated, like just go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't very, there wasn't very much of that. Like when so when he I tells like... when he tells the kids slide over, and he's just like on the count of three, we jump, and the kids just like what? Uh, and then he just does it, and the kids just, just throws him. He just <laughs> yeah. throws the kid out of a moving truck, and the kids like, and the kid doesn't even flinch. I mean, he does, yeah. but he it's more just like he trusted him enough to just okay, I guess we're doing this. Yeah, he, he understood what yeah. was at stake. Yeah, Straight yeah. up. Um, overall, honestly, excellent. I haven't seen an action movie this thrilling in a while. It was very, very good. And for a Netflix movie, this could have been a theatrical release. Is and, what I'm trying to see, say. Okay, so here's my thing. I, I was going to talk about it later, but I'll bring it up super quick. The Academy changed the rules recently um, to include streaming uh, video-on-demand movies uh, because of the fact that everything has to skip the theaters because the theaters are closed. And my yeah. problem was is in the stipulation, it says the movie had to have been made specifically to go to theaters but could not do to this and ended up on video on demand. And yeah. this movie, I feel like for the action, uh, you know, for the like uh, cinematography, for the stuff like that, it should... The stunt work, yeah, the level it should of be, thought. Dude, he's it should be nominated. someone... And as he's fighting, he looks over. He's trying yeah. to find other things to use. And the camera, like, 
shows you yeah. this this weapon on the ground and then he he's fighting and he's making his way to that weapon you know like yeah there's just so much thought I, in the fight scenes that it it, it was yeah this i was definitely beautiful. i definitely think that that rule seems well, unfair you know what <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like an unfair rule because this movie deserves to be nominated and because it was a it, like it's a netflix original it's not eligible and i don't think that's fair yeah. because this movie is either. on par with any of the other action movies that we've seen uh especially from the Russo's and superhero stuff it's on par so that that seems yeah. unfair but whatever we'll see um, yeah and there there was no thor here he no, acted yeah, really yeah. well he was he was no, a straight marine yeah navy seal whatever he was he also he slimmed was, down was... too he, he's not he's not the like thor jacked he was like like he had like a different like the way the rock talks about like when i do this movie i have this kind of build. oh no because like, then it'd be too cartoonish this was real yeah 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 right I agree. I agree. this was just a regular guy who's been in the three or four tours in afghanistan yeah. and you know he knows his shit he's like black ops um and he's at the end of his rope yeah, yeah. he has nothing to lose and he's almost like this is this he wants to go out in a blaze of glory yeah so imagine that saving a kid it's it's so good I loved it. Um, and then the other thing I kind of quickly want to tell you guys about oh. is the Waco mm. uh, show, uh, limited series on Netflix. Okay. My goodness. Like, I knew about Waco, Texas, but I think I knew what most people knew in terms of, like, oh, they, you know, it's a cult and uh, they, they got into a standoff with police uh, and that's it. Yeah. Right. But it goes deeper than that. Um, it's just about these group of people who live in a commune together. They follow a guy whose name is David Co- uh, Koshek. Uh, Shoot, I forget his I last name so. now. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, so this guy had, you know, he reads the Bible. He knows the Bible from beginning to end. Like David like Koresh. No David Koresh. Yeah. There you go. Um, and he's kind of had a bunch of people who believe in the things he said. And the things he said has kind of come true. And so he's found a way to convince people to follow him, but just to live in a community mm. and like, let's work together towards like living for Christ and, you know, waiting for the end time, you know, the whole yeah. spiel. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't doing anything wrong per se, because they chose to follow him. Yeah. Right. They and the basis was Christianity, right? It's not like he was telling them I am God. And I should uh, sleep with all to the a virgins. Certain ex- to a certain extent, he is proclaiming himself to be a prophet, oh, but he wasn't okay. saying he is God. No. Okay. Is he sleeping right? with all the virgins though? Like, is he doing that weird? Not, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, here's where like he has his own issues. Is yeah. that part of that is he's an egomaniac as well. So he, you know, any married couple that comes in, the husband has to go celibate. He has to not sleep with. Them. He's like the wives are now his. Oh. Okay. Because because. There's the whole uh, in the Bible, in order for you to avoid the carnal sins of the flesh, you need to be celibate. But he is taking on the burden of that sin for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's so so hard living this life. The children that he has can enter the kingdom of heaven. You know what I mean? So, again, not necessarily doing anything wrong because they didn't have to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They chose to be where they are. There's and again, anybody listening right now might feel like I'm like siding with David. I'm just trying to yeah, show that explaining. there yeah, is yeah, a yeah. certain level of like willingness. He never held people against his will, as far as I know. And maybe there's more readings out there that prove otherwise. But yeah. based on what I've saw and what I looked up afterwards, they weren't held against their will. And they've also always spoken to that effect. Um now the ATF 
which is the arms, tobacco, uh, and fireworks or something department. Firearms, firearms. I forgot what the A stands for then. Uh, tobacco, firearms, ATF. Okay. Uh, anyway, so they were previously like oh, alcohol, tobacco, firearms department. Oh, alcohol. Bureau okay. of. Anyway, they previously messed up a crazy mission before where they, they went after this guy and killed his wife. And like, so they were like, cornered they were uh, about to be um like disbanded as a bureau oh. based on their mistakes in that previous mission so now they wanted to find something oh, that would bring them back in the good graces so they you know so they literally just picked him oh. at random these people were living peacefully not disturbing anyone yeah. the sheriff of that town didn't even carry a sidearm because he had such a good relationship with the people of the town yeah including them they were peaceful they you know they sang they did they played uh, they were musicians they toured like literally just living just living atf comes in fully like armored up swat and like you know went in and went to kind of like they thought they can just raid them but these people, you're in Texas. Uh, they have weapons. <laughs> it's 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 just like they knew they had weapons. They just didn't know that it was gonna turn into that. what it turned into. Yeah, because like, it's but, a multi day shootout, show, right? When they showed up there, David Koresh, huh? It's a multi day shootout that they had at Waco. Dude, fifty one days. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I remember. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. The emotions and the ups and downs, and the FBI negotiator who comes in after the ATF completely messes this up. Like, just he. So the the stories you know and what we see is based on the book written by that FBI negotiator mm -hmm. and one of the survivors of the shootout. Okay. David Thibodeau. So you get a good mesh of both sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their stories sink and add up. You can tell that they're really honestly. This is like watching. This was like watching the Central Park Five all over again. Oh snap! Oh, snap. Okay, really? like the level? FBI, ATF were in the complete wrong here. Oh shit! They just rolled complete up complete wrong. Yeah. Um. And like when they showed up to his door the first time, David Koresh was telling his followers like, "Hey, we did nothing wrong. I'm just gonna go out there and talk to them peacefully. You know, like not do anything. Yeah. Just." Uh, take the women and children upstairs you know they had guns ready to go but he's like yeah, don't yeah. do anything stupid i got this goes outside unarmed and he's like listen there where i'm unarmed there are women and children in here blah blah blah. and i in the movie they made it look like because they have these big dogs outside yeah and these dogs were barking and were kind of just running in the direction of the atf guys because obviously they're strangers on their property yeah so the dogs and are the ATF's just and the ATF, one of the or one or two of the agents starts shooting at the dogs, and then the rest of them just freaking start lacing oh, up the God. house. And that's how the whole thing started. Um and, and they oh, killed Koresh. Uh, he got shot in okay. that very first shootout, yeah, but he say. survived. Okay. He survived the whole thing up until the end when the whole yeah. fire and everything yeah, went yeah. down. But just the ups and downs, how many times they could have gotten them out. Uh they were about they made a deal for surrender. Um, David Koresh only asked for a week to finish writing his manuscript. Yeah. Cause that's what he wanted. He just wanted his message out there. Mm -hmm. He didn't want it. He didn't want to be here. He was nonviolent. He just wanted his message out there. Yeah. And he said, I want a week, but these FBI negotiators, there's the negotiator who wants peace and the other two who just want to get in and get out, yeah. you know, the gong ho military guys. And those guys really messed things up by within the fourth day, they go all the way to uh, the president, like the, the attorney general and tell her a bunch of lies the whole time. This was going down. They were lying to the press saying whatever they needed to make themselves yeah. look good, make David Koresh look like this evil guy. Um, then the attorney general finally gave them like an order to go in and, and honestly 
if they had waited like three or four days to let him finish his manuscript, he would have been out. They would have been fine. At the end of the day, they killed 76 people, 25 of them children. Um, Holy shit. Yo, it's okay. such a good series, and I'm recommending anyone watch it too. Shit. Okay. You got, you got a lot of good things on Netflix. Those two are, are, are it for me right now. Called Waco? Waco. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching that. All right. Uh, Skinny, did Based you have on a true story. Yeah. yeah. Skinny, did you have a, sh- a show you want to tell us about? Did I watch it? Because I feel like I did, but like with days now, everything just kind of like washes through. <laughs> right? So, like, okay, I'm going to go through this quickly. Um, two throwbacks, one brand new. I watched Tarzan, the animated film from Disney. Okay. No way. Based off the strength that in, I think it's it's Frozen, these motherfuckers allude to the fact that Elsa's parents are actually the two rich folk who came from Europe, who yeah. went to the jungle, crashed over there, and had Tarzan. And essentially, Tarzan is, they're saying loosely that Tarzan is related to Elsa and her sister from Frozen. Yeah, that was so the, like, like, the connection that people were making. Did they right. make that so, in the movie, or did they? Are people just saying that though? No. Well, you see, okay. Before, if you just watch Tarzan, yeah, with that, whatever you find from uh, with from Frozen, whatever they tell you with that whole like backstory, yeah. it makes perfect sense. Okay. Perfect, perfect sense. Okay. So Disney could even go back, and if they really wanted to, just kind of be like Tarzan meets Frozen, and it'd be simple. Anyway, yeah. Tarzan, fly ass movie. Um. I remember it based on the commercials from when I watched. I thought it was like him being in the jungle, white people discovering him, him going back to Europe. My man doesn't even make it back to Europe. Hmm. Like, it was just a quick little one hour. Fine, cool. Aristocats, that movie is shit. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing watching? Aristocats. Hey, the Aristocats because, again, Danny's picks. Uh, <laughs> Danny's picks Danny's every week. Picks. <laughs> yeah, we should make a jingle for that. Danny's picks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Danny, she, um, her cat used to be named Duchess, which is named after the main character in Aristocats. And I found this movie funny because it's set in like 1910 Paris, France, following Duchess and her three cats, her three children, um, Marie, I believe, Toulouse, and Berlioz. This nigga is a straight up a single mom in 1910 Paris, and nobody makes anything. All right, she's a rich ass cat. She's got a fly ass owner. Some dude named Edgar is trying to get rid of her because he wants that money, and she's just single out here with three kittens. She probably ate the rest. <laughs> <laughs> she probably so cool. ate the rest. Really refreshing. It's they meet up with this O'Malley cat, which she's is like you know the one who's gonna kind of. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but they meet up with this Alley cat. After being taken out of Paris, he brings him back home. And mom and he's thirsty right away, right in front of her kids. She starts like throwing out the back and he starts showing homie like her curves and things. She's just like, Oh, Mr. O'Malley, could you help us get back? I'm almost like, what message is this showing sending children? You know what I mean? Like well, the kids now even know what that is. I'm just I, wondering because even when I watched it back then, whatever you're saying right now went over my head. <laughs> exactly but if you look at the animation those dudes are perverts because they knew exactly what's going on you got an alley cat looking at this it's essentially like a ghetto dude meeting like the bougie chick like red man in uh how high yeah you know you know it's the same thing i i, I realize what's happening now that i'm in my 30s mm-hmm. 
these are guys our age writing yeah. stories yeah, for yeah, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? <laughs> well, dude, that's why, that's why, <laughs> did you, have you, seen, have you seen the meme Noble recently Lake. that everyone did for Mixar, uh, Pixar, where they're saying like, the Pixar animation room, we're just going to draw every mom with a thick ass. And it's just them drawing. <laughs> Because every, every mom, mom yeah, yeah, all of them. They're they're drawn in such a weird like the at, their bodies, their bottoms are like upside down hearts, but that are like long. Like they're just drawn yeah, it's like no, that. it's not hourglass because that top nope. half of the hourglass is small. Yeah, the it would make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, you got to think these animators back then, especially what was this nineteen forties? This movie was made. These God guys damn, really? Also <laughs> drinking. Also, yeah, Aristocats is old. I didn't Aristocats realize it was that old. old. Uh, maybe nineteen sixties. Sorry, um, uh, or fifties. But yeah, these guys are like 30, 40 year old men making stories for children. All the analogies are thrown in. Because this one you see them, it's weirder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then my new joint, um, The Last Dance, episode three and four. Oh, yeah. Man, I love Matt Rodman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, like, such a dope series, too. Perfect. I forgot to mention, but yeah. I, I, I watched basketball only for the Bulls for those exact years that they're talking about. Yeah, I think same. I jumped in around. 94 95 yeah and then i went on to the end yeah. and my god like it brings back all the hate like i hate utah yo i, don't, <laughs> I know right you see carl malone i was just like this motherfucker i got so yeah, mad <laughs> i've seen carl malone and oh, i haven't seen him man. in years and I, was like, no, I can't i can't oh, but uh, yeah god. really really great show jordan yes he's a dick but yeah yeah, yeah and he, again, he, he, when you're watching it, you definitely get the vibe of like Jordan was just like, yeah, Jordan's a dick. He he was Jordan's at a dick, one but point. He was like, yeah, but I, what is the de- define dick? Because, okay, so well, I'll define it. Uh, I'll define I'll define when 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 they're talking when the rest of his team is talking about the fact that when he won the championship, they saw him crying and happy, and the teammates were all saying, <laughs> "We've never seen any other emotion other than angry and frustrated until that moment." That's a dick. If you're telling me that, like on the on the court, the only emotion this man has towards everybody else, he's never polite. Respect. No, like he respected you as a fellow teammate, but all they ever saw was him frustrated with you, yelling at you, or like that. That's that's a dick. You You want to know why? You want to know why? Yes, he's a competitor. Let's throw out that word (laughs) because that's the thing, right? (laughs) Everyone's just like, George's a competitor. It's okay. They treat people like shit. It's like no, man. It's not. It's not. (laughs) that he's a competitor okay okay he has put himself yeah through so much to get to where he is and to get to the level he as he is and he knows he's nothing special and he knows the fact that you're here means you're capable of it as well yes but if you're gonna play with me then you have to put in as much work or more than i do yeah he respects you once you can show him you can do that but when you don't Your whole damn career playing with him. I'm saying so. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so then find another team if you want softness. No, oh, but that's the yeah, thing. Literally. I'm not saying I want softness, but I am saying <laughs> that like growing up, people when you're a kid and people say respect your elders, don't you ever think fuck that? I why do I gotta give respect if I'm not <laughs> receiving respect? I think it's a two way street. If I'm on the team with Jordan and everyone's telling me respect Jordan because he's the best, okay, well Jordan, how about you show a little respect, say good morning, be be respectful. When we go on the court, at least be like, yo guys, we're competing today. Let's do this. Cool, give me the pep talk. But if I mess up once and and, and you know, sick, well, blah, 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 like don't thing, don't though. come he never at showed me. That against- he never showed that on his teammates during a game. It was always in practice. Yes, yeah. Before yeah, yes. we get to the big dance, that's what we're doing. Like yes, I am yeah. letting you know this practice is going to go down like this, and I'm okay with that. 
I just I, to the to the extent though of yeah. when he got there's a there's a much later on in the series. By the way, you'll find out that him and Steve Kerr also had their yes the fight uh, yeah. the fight on the team and um, how that went down and how he ended up gaining Michael's respect <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, after he gave him a block wait, wait, a black wait, wait. eye. Are you guys seeing it ahead of me? Hey, what? what? It's out. No, Are you guys no. seeing the episodes? No, 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 no. It's not an episode. It's a story that that's like a story that's been circulating for years. Yeah. That Jordan yeah. Punch. There's even an animation. Okay. Someone drew an animation of it. I'll try and find it of the the whole like scene oh, and like Jordan throwing the Steve, punch and yeah. Steve Kerr had Ooh. enough and Steve Kerr punched Jordan in, right, straight in the chest and then Jordan punched, punched him right in the face. face. <laughs> yeah, again with a black eye. <laughs> but you know what? Word on Damn, the street Steve is that. Word on the street is that the the season the the whole thing is leaked. You just have to. It's hard. I haven't found it. Yeah, yeah, it's leaked. It's. Leaked. I mean, how many episodes is it supposed to be? Because I've been ten. waiting. I want to binge ten? watch it. Ten. Yeah, I've been I, waiting a while because they're only releasing two a week. Yeah, because um, I don't want to wait. But if you but if you want to see the eight that have leaked, it's available. Oh yeah, okay. I'll go look that up. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I don't want to wait. I want to watch it. <laughs> no, because like, but I mean, what I want to. I want exactly. I want to support it. You know, I'm down with like, you know, I pay my money. You guys put it up. We're playing this game. But I also the fact that everyone mm -hmm. like there's other people out there who can watch the whole thing. It's like that doesn't seem fair. I just want to watch it too. Then why, why <laughs> exactly. I, why am I waiting? Why am I being respectful and playing the game all fair? If y'all y'all are out there with your full damn season downloaded and laughing at the rest of us fools only getting episode four listen I'll, I'll give them the view still i'll leave netflix yeah, playing in the there background you go. there you go <laughs> uh, when, when i'm cooking or something that's right um yeah what about you doc what you got uh so this one's fast bt 20 came out it, it's a it, it's a, a lena weight series it's very much i know a lot of people would probably compare it to insecure because it's kind of like that we're out in la we're doing our thing and this is kind of that generic black LA experience that we kind of get a lot of, but it's very interesting. Uh, Janika T Gibbs plays Hattie. Who's a, uh, LGBTQ, uh, woman, um, who's out there. I think one of my favorite scenes is when she is in a like bodega and this dude comes up to her and it's just like, Oh, Hey homie, blah, blah. blah and then says, sees that it's a girl. And it's just like, Oh, my bad. And then starts trying to figure out how she identifies. Like, oh, are you non-binary? Are you a he? Are you a they? And and she's just like, uh, I'm, I mean, I ain't messing about that. I'm all good. Like, I don't identify. Like, I'm a woman and I'm gay and I dress this way where I wear T-shirts and I have a sh uh, fade and that's it. It's not really an or my or there's no orientation to this. I'm just a person. Right. And this dude, perfect stranger that she has never met who has it incorrectly identified her is now trying to figure out her identity and she's just like what like i'm here buying something leave me alone like why are we having this conversation that's so funny you know what that reminds me of what of which show you know of when i was younger oh okay uh and maybe sometimes now but way less so now than when i was younger but i'd be walking down the street you know go to the bus stop waiting for the bus and old man would be like what country are you from? Oh yeah, just a random like. Are you are you, are you Jamaican? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what does yeah. what? Boy, do I hate hello, that old man? hello, hello, perfect stranger. Thank you for inquiring on my personal information. Leave yeah. me alone, sir. Like, and, and then I would say Nigerian, and I'd be like, wait, 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 no, wait, you don't have an accent. Oh, what? What, what do you mean? That shit's like, so annoying. 
<laughs> crazy but yes i identify with her yeah story. so that's, that's the thing yeah hattie does has that scene you know the whole story the, the main story is that hattie doesn't have a job she's looking for a job uh she wants to be a writer she, she gets put on to like work on a series lena waith wrote the series uh or is the writer or the producer i think she wrote the series yeah cre- she's a creator i wonder if it's loosely based on her life because the whole thing this character looks like her uh, a little bit but more just the fact that it's a, about a, a person who's a writer and like like it sounds like the type of things Lena Waithe living out west may have gone through. Uh, For so. sure, I, I think I think it's got to be loosely based somehow. Okay, it's not really highly rated right now, though, right? It, it's show. I feel like uh-huh. anything on BET doesn't get highly rated because people don't necessarily love BET. Like I feel right. like BET gets a lot of shade, and if people watch the show, I think they'd f- actually find it pretty funny. Um, shout outs to Gabrielle Graham. There. Say what? Why'd she pick there though? BT like, is she, not really. I don't. I don't know if that's. I think if anything, she just wrote the show and then shopped it around, and BT was the one that bought yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think she necessarily cares who picks it up. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because if she doesn't have a exclusivity, yeah, okay, then I, I'm going to whoever's paying me the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you sell your show and then like they don't do well promoting it, then it gets low ratings and it gets canceled. You can't resell that idea. It's kind of a waste. You know what I mean? Yeah, For sure. Uh, yeah, but I, mean, I think that's the risk you. I think that's the risk you take too when you're writing and stuff, right? You kind of just yeah. put your stuff. You, I'm sure they have a ton of shows and stuff that get canceled or denied all the time. Damn, so just, my you, shit would never come out. <laughs> my shit would never come out. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, but I want to give a quick shout out to Gabrielle Graham. Uh, I it, I just found out when I was talking to Tristan at the beginning of the week that she's um, she's Jamaican Montserratian uh, descent, lives out in Toronto, and it got cast on the show and is just killing it. She's fucking amazing in the show and gorgeous. Like I don't usually like just watch a show and think like just daydream, but like I gotta say, Nia. <laughs> Nia, Nia as a character is like. I mean, this sounds this sounds exactly like how you sounded when you first saw Misty in Luke Cage. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those two. <laughs> I feel no shame in saying that to- those two women are easily some of the most beautiful women I've seen on television. And yeah, and then Christi- Christina Elmore has been on Insecure, funny enough, as the new love interest to Issa's ex ex boyfriend Lawrence. Um, and she's been doing a great oh, job. Yeah, I just saw her. yeah, she's the third lead. She's like second lead, third lead. <clears throat> uh, it's good. I, I really like it. I, I, I think it's a thumbs up. And I know, like you were saying, I saw that it was 4.6. And I think, once again, I feel like BET gets a... Uh, and honestly, a little deserve it so. BET doesn't bring the best quality shows to TV in the past. They haven't. So, But Lena Waithe, at the same time, solid writer and solid creator. So I'm hoping that the show does well because they ended on a cliffhanger. So thumbs up, and I'm hoping for a season two. And then uh, this show, guys, guys, Gangs of London. My God. I haven't started yet. I'm afraid to start. Yo. Serious, right? When you watch, when you start the show with someone lighting somebody on fire, hanging from a building, and then they just fall as the rope burns. Like the rope that they're hanging from upside down burns and they just fall as they're lit on fire into the oblivion of an upside down shot. And you just see the guy standing there like with a bullet in his finger, just rolling it between his fingers, just watching the guy fall. You're like, that's fucked up. That is a, oh. that is a <laughs> fucked up scene. Is, is, it, is it nothing to do with gangs in New York? No, not at all. The The, the whole okay. story is about a father, the, the, the patriarch of like a gang, like 
one of those like London gangs that has the two faces. He cleans money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does construction. Uh, uh, they're obviously cleaning money with the construction company. Like the usual, mm-hmm. like, oh, we needed five trucks and we paid for it in cash, but they only used two trucks that day. So all that right, money right, is right, just... Right. Uh, and yeah, there's, and but he's dead. His son takes over. The son's a hothead. Um, I'm a little... I, I finally... I got past... So I was, I was bin- binging through it, speed binging. And then I got to the last two episodes and I stopped because episode one through four, I was like, yeah. Then episode five, I was like, uh, okay. Then episode six, I was like, uh-oh. So now I'm like... Uh, Writing themselves in a corner type vibes? Yeah. They So they did something at the end of episode four and it, it's like a classic trope. And I was okay. really upset with it. I was just like, oh, God damn it. And then they do something in episode five and I'm like, what the you guys are doubling down on this and then they just do they just kind of throw it kind of feels like at one point they decided to like revamp the show and they kind of just go in a whole different direction all of a sudden and i wasn't mad at it at first but i was kind of disappointed i was because what drew what drew you to the show was the abstract yeah yeah okay and there's like there's like one character that's really badass and at first like they 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 kept that character badass up until a point and then it just feels like someone pulled the teeth from a lion man like they just like that character was so cool and then all of a sudden this character is like not crying or anything but just declawed just weak and i was just i was really unimpressed and I, I was just like, okay, I guess we'll just see how this goes. But dude, the guy who, um, the fight choreography on this one is, well, first of all, the creator of it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is the same guy who did the Raid movies. And he must have uh, used his same team for the fight choreography because that shit is insane. So, dude. I love I love when I see good fight yo, choreography, dude, man. Yeah, it just brings me back to my... There's one... But is it good or is it just like brutal? It's both. It's both. Mm. There's one fight where he gets to... uh, There's like a butcher's knife stuck in the wall at a certain angle. And he like pushes the guy's face right into it. So that it just goes... And I'm like, Ooh. and you're, I was. That, there's actually something similar in Extraction, Dave. Yeah. You should go watch. Yeah. Have you, Toby? See, <laughs> kind of I'm cool on that. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, yeah. I was like watching this, and I was just like, "Good God, man! What the hell? <laughs> like, what? Y'all remember the bowling alley scene in Daredevil? In which one? In Daredevil, season one, the bowling alley scene. Oh yeah, yeah. My Kingpin. Guy, Oh, his head with the bowling ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that yeah. kind of brutality. Or the that. or the car door. <laughs> what are you saying? The bowling ball. The car door was worse. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. But you see, <laughs> God damn, car door was more of a gradual thing. Whereas you didn't think he was gonna actually keep hitting dude's head with the bowling ball till it smashed, and then you would hear the smash. Car door, you're like, oh, you know he's gonna kill his head. Like you know it. Yeah. I think they actually one happened before the other one, so you're like desensitized. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. But that's the thing. Um, this only happens before Carter. But that's that's it. Like in Daredevil, that's one character who's insanely violent, and you expect that kind of violence. In this show, it's not that everyone's oh, violent no like that. that. It's just the fight scenes okay. evolve into these insanely violent fight scenes. So, oh, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's Dave. Yeah. You watched um, one of my old favorite movies, Ninja Assassin. Yeah. Well, I, I, so I was, I was going to do the same segue because we we're talking about fight scenes. Um, this movie, and so I finally got, honestly, it was my first time getting to see it. Um, I was looking for action last night and 
As I was saying, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's rewind for a second. You hold on. I'm going to explain your question. Your, I already have the answer to your question, right? I so happened to look on my hard drive of stuff before turning on the, my um, going to like Netflix. Had I gone to Netflix first, I would have watched Extraction. No, that was not what I was going to say. That was not what I was going to say. There's a whole other meaning for looking for action last night that you're <laughs> overlooking. <laughs> I do enjoy that Dave's version of looking for action is him sitting in front of a computer. I literally talking about so innocent. Scrolling action or comedy or scrolling, something. Scrolling dying. through. Yes. That yes. might have to be, that should be the cover of this episode. Looking for action and it's just Dave in front of a computer. I love it. No, I freaking I love it. That. I cannot have that as a poster. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Anyway, so you were looking for action and you I was found looking this for an action film. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, for someone who's living with their girl, like my head's not in the gutter compared to you. I don't understand. My head's, yeah, my head's in the gutter it's, all the time. It's not. I live, yeah, I live yeah, in the gutter. Yeah, but Dave, 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 <laughs> you can't say his head's in the gutter. You literally said I was looking for action, which it, which means I'm looking for someone to hook up with. That's what it yeah. said. That's what it stands for. Homie. Don't get mad yeah. at him because he said he 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 acknowledged your statement for what it was. <laughs> And you just mentioned watching something, though. Like, come on. There's a thing called context. Oh, boy. He just uses words. Anyways. Yeah, he just uses words. It's okay. We get it. I don't even want to talk about this movie. You want something to look for? You know what? There's a great documentary about Edge when he... For those who like wrestling, when he broke his neck to when he came back, it was great. But you know what? Cool. No, no Dave, Dave, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. I want to hear your. I want to hear what you think about Ninja Assassin. I really, I really like that movie. So I want to know what you think. Bro. Listen to you guys and absorb your facts for forty-five minutes. And it was get just me. a side note. I didn't mean to derail your whole thing. No, go ahead, I got to wait. So it wasn't technically forty-five minutes. Anyways, to say it seriously, I'm joking aside. No, Ninja Assassin was. It was good. It was a good action movie it wasn't a good movie though it was like not a really deep movie but it was a really good action film uh good good scenes it was a little too gory well not too gory but like the action was just gory it wasn't the choreograph was cool but i thought they were going more gory than like sleekness i guess um but is it worth a watch sure um i still I love that movie watch. i thought the action was impeccable i thought it was a sweet take on ninjas too like the shadow cool. creeping i for me, it was just the some. I don't know. For me, it was like just like they used a little bit too much CGI with like when they're cutting the limbs off and stuff. It was like throwing me off a bit. Okay. But then, mind you, like considering we've been watching movies like John Wick and all that, now that give that extra detail, and even you were saying like Extraction earlier had a lot of detail in it. It's like to just see like that. I don't know. May have had a higher expectation as well. I do admit that I liked the um, the use of weaponry in the film. That was Whoa. done. Beautiful. That the, the 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 um the chain chain with the knife at the end. Like yeah. don't get wrong. Like, there's a lot of beautiful scenes. I'm not yeah. I'm not discounting that. I'm not saying that. But I, like again, maybe it's just because we've seen things like John Wick and stuff like that. That's 
Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, if you saw this when it came out, this would have a different place in your mind than it does now. Yeah, it makes sense for sure. Because, like, you know, even because this, if had I watched this and Matrix at the same time, I would be like, oh, these were both good, you know? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if you're putting it against John Wick 3, you're like, yeah, but it's John Wick 3. Yeah. I was saying things like that. Plus, like, movies, like, and it's all movies, like, Extraction, Polar, all movies. Even, like, the Avengers movies were getting into that. Is Ninja Assassin Um, that one where they're like, there's like a fight from one rooftop to the next. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. they have that. Yeah. Okay, that's basically at the end of the day, it's a, it's about a um, a secret organization that's a school of ninja assassins that are like a guy brainwashes kids that he somehow abducts to be like, I'm your father, and I'm going to teach you the ways of the ninja. And this is like one of these guys that um, basically ends up rebelling against them and then taking them down because of injustices that he saw like he saw through the master's bullshit of how he treated certain people yeah. and um he also kills a a love interest that he had or at least a well there is love it's either friendship or love i mean they tilt it towards love because it's like a guy and a girl but it could also have been like just a deep connection but um he ends up killing this girl very unjustly and then he's like well that's it I'm taking down the organization. This was one of the first movies where Naomi Harris kind of stood out to me. Um, I know she was in 28 Days Later before that and maybe Pirates of the Caribbean, I think she was in. She was that like, she was that um, that voodoo lady that he goes to see. But anyway, um, yeah, anyway, this was a good movie, but I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's a thumbs up. Uh, If you're looking for like a deep movie, though, it's not that. It's very, very basic. Yeah. Um, I also watched a. For those who like wrestling, uh, there's a wrestler named Edge. Uh, it was very popular. Actually, I found out that he ended up having the most title wins in WWE. But uh, when he was roughly 36 years old, I think, um, 36 yeah. or 37, uh, he had an injury. He had sustained an injury on his neck. He broke his neck at one point, and the injury resulted in him having an MRI a few years later. And then he was told he couldn't wrestle anymore. And then this past year, he actually came back to wrestling. So what the story is, is just him, like, doing a doc. And it's mainly just him. It's him, his wife, who's also a wrestler, and, like, a few Beth Beth Phoenix, right? Yeah, Beth Phoenix, Christian Christian Cage, or Christian or Christian Cage, or Jay Russo, I think is his real name. Yeah. Um, Jason Russo, maybe? Russo? His real name? Um, yeah, his real name. His real name is, uh, I know his real name is Jay Rezzo. Rezzo, that's it, Rezzo. And um, they had a few key other people on the in the documentary. But what was cool is that, like, it was interesting to see a man go from, I got to attain my dreams, and it was taken away from, from me not on my terms, created another life for himself that was a successful life. He, like, he was on... Uh, TV, he was on a show, uh, uh, Haven, and he was on Vikings for several uh, seasons. Mm-hmm. And then for him to, like, one day, like, because he didn't work towards coming back. Just one day, randomly, because he was doing his own stunts, they're like, you know, you have this history, why don't you go back for an MRI? And the MRI, the guy's like, don't get me wrong, you don't have the neck of an 18-year-old, but, like, it's normal. And he hadn't heard the name, the word normal in regards to his neck for over a decade, mm-hmm. which ended up resulting in him coming back. And they show you the story of how he was able to do it in secret and whatnot. Needless to say, it was an interesting story. For uh, And it was like, it somehow dug out emotion. I don't know if it's because I liked Edge as a wrestler when I was a kid, because obviously there's nostalgia to it. Can I ask a question, though? Certain... 
Huh? Can I ask one question? Yeah. Why did he come back to a bum ass fight then? <laughs> well, no, he went. He came back to to, to the WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to a bum ass fight. Are you gonna come back? You tell me. There's this documentary about this man's full blow up glow up, and then that was the fight that I watched. That forty five well, no, no, minutes. His, that's not his first fight. The the, the doc oh, goes from okay. when he was off all the way up until God, literally bro. like the last scene is him at the Royal Rumble when he gets out and he's like. I can't believe I'm like not hurting anymore, and I I don't know what's gonna go on next, you know. Okay. Oh, so he was at Royal Rumble before WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay, because if his return was that WrestleMania fight, if that return was that WrestleMania fight, that wasn't it. No, 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 that was not it. It was the it was the Royal Rumble fight, and like it was just a very interesting. It pulled at heartstrings I didn't think I'd see, and like it's just kind of it's an interesting story. Mm. It's an inspiring story. Okay. And so like oh. an hour and a half. Cool. That's fair. Interesting. He's getting he's getting quite a bit of money too for coming back. Oh, for sure. He he was actually given in order to keep him secret, WWE went to his uh I forget where he lives, but they went to his home and they built him a ring. In oh, like a style. Just to be like, not only do you have one, but no one can tell what you're doing in this place because no one can see inside. Edge is reportedly being paid $9 million to make 25 televised appearances and perform in nine matches in three years. God damn. Okay, good for him, man. He only really has seven matches sure. and 20 appearances left to fulfill that contract. But maybe right. that's, that might change due to the fact of like COVID, COVID? and stuff. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. So, um, the COVID clause yeah. gets everything. <laughs> Plus, didn't um, Vince... Wasn't one of the reasons that Vince... Uh, fucked over Brett because he didn't have the money to pay him so you're just like hey man I can't honor this contract you're gonna have to leave man <laughs> so Vince like, had I don't money. remember him but like, it wasn't it wasn't right that <laughs> old, <laughs> I don't know about yo Vince don't give a fuck about nobody he fucked him because he didn't want to put Sean over. Mm. That too, but I mean, it, I mean the, the reason he told him was because of the con- the money he's just like hey man I don't got the money to pay you so Vince B firing people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, hey, you have a 20 more appearances and seven something. Yeah, yeah. I don't got no money for you, man. I just lost the XFL. You're gonna have to get the fuck out, homie. <laughs> You're on the no, edge of failure. Could get whole... out. <laughs> he will fire his whole entire mid card before he goes over like edge and stuff. True, 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 true. Then again, he fired Kurt Angle. Uh... Yeah, but I feel like he didn't care about Kurt. Yeah, he didn't. Kurt yeah. Angle went to like TNA and all yeah, the other yeah, spots. Yeah, exactly. Kurt Angle wasn't loyal. Whereas like Edge didn't wrestle after. So These like, hoes ain't it. loyal. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh guys, we got it. We got the usual mm. Geek News and Rumors. Yeah. Uh I'll start off with this one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, next game in the series. Uh, How are they still making? Is it is this game really racking up the numbers? Assassin's like that? Creed still makes money. Damn. Yeah, it does. It does, man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So now this version is Viking based. Yeah, which is you know I feel like it's a little bit late to the game, the Viking yeah. thing. Like you know, the show Viking came is like ending all the like <laughs> all the Viking shows like the Netflix Viking show ending. Yeah. It's like, oh, guys, we're coming out with a Viking game. Uh, three year. Oh, okay. I guess 
Do you guys want to buy this? It's about the. Okay. You want to buy this? <laughs> yeah, but don't get me wrong. I love like I think a lot of the Assassin's Creed fans are going to be really happy to just have a new game in the franchise. But sure. I feel like the whole like Viking thing seemed cool to have. It's like if they did vampires a, two years ago, which was four years cool. after vampires were cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had the God of War thing to get over. A little late to the party. Yeah, I'm yeah. Find out about this game. I'm gonna ask somebody that I know still works there because I don't see how they're gonna do like Vikings. Like, yeah, Vikings are kind of big, or maybe like you know. Yeah, how are you an assassin, like a stealthy assassin in Viking yeah, times? You know, huh? <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna use a thing, like oh, <laughs> you're a fucking Viking running they around with an axe. Yeah. Oh, you better. Yeah. But like, are you like, are you like going up to people and like slitting their throat with the axe stealthily? Like, how do you do oh, that? You're cutting their legs off, but by the knee. <laughs> <laughs> like they should, they should have gone the, the Roman Empire route. Yeah, maybe. but they no. did that though, didn't they? They did one in Egypt. Uh, they did like. Then they do one the in Egypt. Templar yeah. stuff. Okay. I don't know if they did like the. I don't know if they did like the three hundred style mm. Romans. Oh, okay. Spartan. Okay. No. Um, Spartan, sorry, yeah, yeah like that, yeah, that yeah, era. Yeah. So they did Egypt, they yeah. did the Spartan right after that. They haven't done ninjas. They need to do. Ninjas. They did Spartan after. Yeah, right they've after. done it. They've done yeah. Because I oh. I remember, yeah, because the 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 one that my partner plays is it's like in Greece and there's like a whole like this they're like yeah. they're like going back and forth between Sparta and some other place and there's like a whole war and oh okay Odyssey Odyssey that yeah one. right before oh I didn't know yeah uh, I, I stopped playing. You, Before yeah. the pirate one, I don't know which one that is. Oh yeah, the one like Duale or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Tristan again. I'm gonna be airing that interview on Friday. Uh, Travis oh. Scott. Uh, speaking of gaming news, Travis Scott in game concert breaks records for Fortnite. Uh, I posted a little video of it on the uh, Franklin Armstrong um, Collective uh, in IG. So if you guys want to check it out, you can go to at a strong Franklin. There's like a what I think a four minute clip down from the 12 minute concert. I gotta say, man. Those are some good ass graphics. I might it's not cool. the my only cool. the only problem with it, and like Dave was saying the last time we spoke, Dave was just like, "But well, I'd like to know that the person's actually performing, so maybe have a video of them playing somewhere." Or, but instead, it's kind of like because it just sounded like they're playing Spotify and added great graphics to a Spotify playlist. And yeah, and I he's mean, move, he's performing like you can see he's moving to the sound and he's speaking. And but you I know, don't I don't know was that him? Did they mocap him? Is it or is it? Oh, just, it's for sure mocapped. Yeah, you, you yeah, think? They, I mean, unless they planned that before the outbreak, could they have really done that though? Yeah, because in 2019 they had a similar concert with Marshmallow. Uh, the DJ. No, but, no, no, but what I'm saying is that, like, in, in order for him to motion capture him, he would have had to go and interact with people. So unless they planned this before COVID, are you sure that that's actually because they could have potentially also just recreated him? Hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. for sure. I, I'm sure they the cheapest way possible. I'm sure they yeah, probably went true. that route. But um, it, it was fun. I, I really, really liked it. Like, I watched it that next day and I was just like, OK, this is actually pretty cool. Like, I, I didn't mind it, but like I hope this is not the future. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I said that Amen. jokingly. Amen. I, I said that jokingly. I really don't think this is the future for concerts. Like we're gonna, you know, once they, you know, in two years when people feel comfortable going into crowded venues, we might do and Coachella and all that stuff. But not. Yeah. Re- I mean, I say two years. In in the, two the years when we festival is the 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 community experience. Yeah. In two in two exactly. years when we adults feel like it 
will maybe go back, but these youngins will start going back the first chance they get because they're going to be like, uh, I'm on Molly anyways. What do I care about COVID? Exactly. <laughs> I'm on Molly anyway. Uh, <laughs> that might have to be a title too. Um, what else do we got? Uh, Trolls World Troll. Tour nearing yeah. 100 million in um, uh, pay video on demand. <clears throat> Oh my god! Which is pretty big for a video on demand release, guys. I got That's what I was million. telling you, man. Yeah. Before this all it. started, I said they might as well release stuff on their platforms it, because yeah. they'll get the same amount of money. Yeah. When is when is when is um what's her uh, Black Widow's thing supposed to come out? Got moved November? to November. Yeah. Oh, November. November. Yeah. But I like I, you can't. Th- th- that would be a movie for Disney to experiment with, dude. Yeah, but you, you can't, can't do that to her though. She waited yeah. this long, and you don't give her a theatrical release. That's disrespectful. Yeah, oh, man, it's disrespectful. It would be disrespectful. I agree with you that they should because you would see money hand over fist. You'd have so many people subscribe, yeah. but it would yeah. be mad disrespectful. It really would. I don't know. Like, what's disrespectful? Is it the fact? Is Yo, it, is Black it the, Widow deserves a theatrical release. You're gonna do it. The, but it technically is, Scarlet though. Nah, right? Uh, not the same, man. No, she doesn't. No. I don't. I don't agree. I, don't I would be mad. She deserves a, a. Wait, why? Why wouldn't she deserve it though? I think we're looking at this through the lens of like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, she's waited this long and she finally has a chance to have her own movie and yeah. it doesn't get a theatrical release, but people are still going to see it. Uh, it's yes. still going to be seen by a ton of people and she, they could still have a premiere and do all those things. Okay. Well, I'll put it to you this way. They could, they, they could, re- they could release it there and then also like re-release it in nah. the theaters later. if they. Release. I'm not saying, no. I'm not going <laughs> to homie, you can't backpedal like that. You can't put me put it on video on demand on a, and I'm watching it in my house. Yes, there we go, skinny. But uh, and then turn around and be like, "Oh, by the way, because we couldn't release it in theaters, here it is now." Like she yeah, would be she would be the only OG Avenger character to not get a theatrical release and then ha- and then get <laughs> and, and get put to streaming. While other characters like the Ether- the, Eter- the Eternals, Shang Chi, and all those guys are going to end up on the big screen because they got pushed back further, that's not fair. Yeah, it's- but then it messes with the timeline. So now, okay, I know. now given the well, that's the state, other news, right? Everything got pushed. All back. these they got got pushed back, but they're yeah. within the same time <laughs> frames now, right? Yeah, within yeah. six, within like a month of each other, barely. So like in a matter of six months, you have like six movies coming out. But her mo- her movie takes place. In between, right? Because her movie's before Endgame, in the timeline. Do we do we know that before for sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they said it's before Endgame. It, it's it's before Infinity War. Oh my bad. Yeah. Okay, so you see, it's even that much further back. <clears throat> so <laughs> if there was any movie to experiment with, like I said, uh, no. See, I that hate that you inco- made that fact. That is inconsequential logical to point. the timeline. This motherfucker and his logic. God damn it! That's a good fucking point. I hate you. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh shit, he's making a valid point. I can't argue, <laughs> can't argue against that one too much. Yeah, I don't. I, do, yeah, I, I, I don't feel too bad about Black Widow because it took so long for it to come out anyway, and it's like the counter argument to you guys' statement. It's like because it took so long for it to come out. Yeah. Why push it further back when you have an outlet? It if just anything. If anything, they should do that with New Mutants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, you know. Oh, you know finally. what, Toby? Here you go. 
if you if 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 new if new mutants what didn't get it and is still getting pushed and pushed and pushed for a theatrical release fuck off if you're gonna put black widow on a fucking streaming site because that shit is bullshit i'd be so mad if i was ScarJo that these bunch of dumbass right. kids over here got to wait seven years for their big movie release and they put my bu- my movie over on the streaming platform Fine. i'd be vexed i forgot about you yeah you skinny thank you that's in the hole yeah because you yo right. i would like to say very fair debate gentlemen because that was you brought both <laughs> some serious facts the fact that you were just like hey man at this point this is the perfect time her movie's inconsequential to what happens that we already know it's just yep. a drop in the pan why not release it but again if new mutants comes along it's like fuck <laughs> yeah, i'd be so pissed. um uh, that- Good. What else did we have? Uh, yes, so Troll Worlds tour me- made a hundred million, or it's making uh, on par to make a hundred million. But here's the problem: AMC plans to no longer screen any Universal movies because <laughs> of comments made by someone at Universal talking about how, well, you know, we we didn't expect to do this well, but you know, th- we can see the potential in video on demand, paid video on demand, and this might be a new direction we might want to go into. So then AMC was just like, uh, yeah, no, you can't do that. You still have a de- <laughs> you still have an agreement with us that you have to do 90 days before you just drop something on your streaming services. You can't Yeah, they just- were saying they wanted to do it simultaneously, right? Yeah. And that's it. And that's the thing I think really pissed people off over at the the the, the AMC because you there you, in good faith you should try and negotiate before you do anything like that. Cuz Yeah, like he spoke yeah. at a turn. I think right yeah. now they are now AMC has the upper hand. Yes, yes. Uh, and Universal is like apologizing. The- yes. Yeah. Which might work out for AMC because AMC is in the hole right now. They all they pre- they pretty much did they declare the chapter eleven? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see. Yeah. Oh, so you is didn't this, see that? It, I, I, it, maybe it's come up. I, I didn't see that one yet. But I, it, it, oh, but dude, from like a week ago, there was an article saying AMC is in talks to hire. Yeah, at chapter eleven. Oh, so they're like really close to bankruptcy due man. to some financial issues. You know what this is in then? this situation. This is just publicity stunt. Then fuck you, AMC. Yeah. I'm so mad now. <laughs> I'm out here thinking these. <laughs> I'm out here thinking they have actual clout that they can swing dick around, and they're just like, no, we don't even have underwear. We <laughs> in these streets uh-uh. naked. <laughs> we don't even have underwear. Exactly. Whopping <laughs> around anyway. Yo, that is disrespectful. They don't. They don't have. They don't have uh, the liquidity to stay afloat Dude. until like. The, apparently, this will last till August, maybe further. And they don't have. You know what? That. Yo, if I yeah. was you, NBC Universal, you know what I would do? I'd buy AMC and just throw my movies in right? there. Right. I would. I would outright buy you you're gonna talk here when you have no you have no weight you are under me in the boxing ring you are a class below Mm. me and you're gonna come and step to me homie get out of the ring uh that makes me so mad (laughs) thank you for telling me i thought you knew this i I really didn't i didn't know because i i I definitely would have i would have ragged on them a lot more because I thought they're, dude, you're going to, because because it's a big deal if the ex- exhibitors start saying, oh, we're not going to run your movies anymore because you need the exhibitors to run the movies so that you your movies make profit. But if you're already, what, you're not even going to be open by the time they're out making more movies. What do they care? Right. So, big and chills. I think Universal is worth maybe triple how much AMC is worth right now. Easy. So they could definitely buy out the whole, yeah. I mean, Disney could buy out whole theater chains if they wanted to. I'm amazed. I'm not sure. 
I, I'm guessing there's regulations for that because I'm amazed. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> they can just shout out other studios from, from putting their yeah. movies out if that's the case. Because so I know definitely regulations against it. Because the other thing, I, I forgot to put it on the list, I just realized. But the Academy was, you know, the reason Netflix bought that theater, they have one theater in New York and one out west, I think. And the reason they bought those theaters is so that they could run the movies that they want to submit for nomination at the awards for at least seven days. So and they have meet, it count. Yeah, so they meet the criteria. And, uh, and you know, if Netflix can buy one or two theaters to stream, I mean, I'm sure NBC Universal and Disney and all those guys. If anything, Disney probably already owns somebody through a subsidiary somehow, somewhere. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. But yeah, man, yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they can file for bankruptcy, but they're necessarily not out of business. Yeah. But I just don't know how, what what this part, this sounds more like we're annoyed and we're angry yeah. because of what we're going through. So we're going to tell you, we're, once this is over, we're not playing your movies. But like, are you going to be around when this is exactly. over? Exactly. <laughs> no, legit. I, dude, I'm like, I'm laughing at them. I'm laughing at them. The That is some Crazy. foolishness. When you need people to be at your back the most, you're going to start. Ugh, anyways, whatever. Yeah. Guys, that's all the news I had. If you guys have anything else you want to tell people about, shoot it. Shoot let us know. Nah, that's it. That was a, that was a covered, fun one, boys. We covered a lot today. Yeah. Shit, man. Almost two hours. Okay, we're going we're gonna to shut it down, kids. That's the, the whole show. Anything you guys want to tell the people? Um, Keep protesting so we can end this as soon as possible. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stay safe is what I was going to say. I was like, what? Gonna I was like, what? <laughs> Keep protesting. Um, I was like, uh-oh. Totally we're not crazy. going back to the States for a long time, so that's not a good idea. Yo, keep that border mm. closed, man. I, I've never I've never in my life thought I'd want to say build a wall, but shit, man. <laughs> yo, we in a, no, we're building our wall. Yo, we're in a COVID situation, and the United States... Yo, you know what, though? I'm not even blaming the United States. We know who whose decision it was, who, who's made poor decisions. I'm not blaming the people of the United States for either A, being misinformed, and B, not having much say in the situation. They don't get much say in this situation, but uh, I think... Mm -hmm. You know, the 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 detriment of the health system that they have and that they're being put through is due to a lot of factors that I probably don't know about as a Canadian, but I know that it's not fair to them. But at the same time, sorry, guys, I, I don't see how it's safer for you to just come to Canada and start hanging out here because no, nope. like it, it wouldn't nope. help us. It wouldn't help you. It, it's just going to keep spreading. So if anything, they better keep our borders closed. Yeah. Yeah. Sold their issues. Say, say what's going <laughs> What's that song? Shut them down. Yeah, yeah no. man. I'm not trying, and I'm not trying to be mean to Americans. I'm not saying we. It's not that we don't care about you guys. I have family in the states. I would love for this situation to be taken better care of. I wish all my family the the safest of situations. But at the same time, I can't ask for them to open back the Canadian border so that people can just start traveling back and forth when we know for a fact they are not on the same level as us with regards to testing. Mm. And their numbers are spread. Yeah, like you do. I mean, Georgia, I mean, Georgia reopened, and their cases Yo. ballooned within a week. Yeah, <laughs> and and the other Dang. thing was the the cases in the state started to level off at one point, and everyone's just like, oh, and then they realized, oh, it's because you stopped testing as many people. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> That's not how that works, guys. Anyways. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, man. I don't want to yeah. get too political. Anyways, uh, you, you know, I, I used to say it and I'll say it again. Don't drink or drive. Always wear your gym cap. Safe sex is good sex, especially during this quarantine time. If you're being stupid enough to just out, go out in these streets. Also, supposedly you can't get the, the Rona if you don't 
make out with the person during sex. But you know what? Just don't don't try. <laughs> don't test that theory. I was reading something and they were explaining that, and I was just like, "Don't test that theory." Like the fact don't that they're telling the, the fact that they're telling people this when they told people that, and I was just like, "Don't tell people that because they will try to test the theory." They'll do that. Yeah, they'll do that. Please, people, don't test the theory. If someone might potentially have the vid, just avoid them. Avoid the vid. Mm. There you go. That's my sign off. Avoid the vid. Avoid the, avoid the vid. Avoid the void. Is that the title? Avoid the vid? I like that. I like that. All right, y'all. We're out. Peace, I kind of like looking for some action tonight. To yeah, honest, that's it. So. <laughs> write that in the group chat so I don't yeah. forget. I like that one. All right. Peace, everybody. Right, boys. Have a great one. <laughs> <laughs>